Hey, what's going on? This is Domcast episode 130. And guess what? We got a special episode for you. We're with the boys. I got my boy Lawrence, <laughs> aka Law Dog, aka Trump Jr., dude. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. We're starting off. Starting off like that, huh? Okay. We also got my boy Mitch in the building. Hell yeah. AKA the keeper of the feet, dude. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Just don't take your shoes off around here. like I'm a foot fiend or I mean, yeah. I just don't know why you don't live on a beach. I'm just saying, sandals in the wintertime. Why not? You know? I like fat asses. I should move to Atlanta. You know? Fuck it. Oh, no. I hope that name doesn't stick. It's too late. It's too late. Oh, no, no, no. Sharon Stone. All right, boys. <laughs> How do you feel about that intro? I liked it. I liked it. No, I, liked okay. it. I think Hell I think yeah. I think we're gonna have to 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 come to the uh, the Trump thing a little bit quicker than anticipated because I don't want anybody to think that I'm a Republican. But oh, you know. for sure, yeah. But I think that most people that like would have listened to this that actually know me know that that's not the case. Yeah, so. no. Yeah, and you also have like a rainbow hat on. Yeah, I have a rainbow exactly. hat on. I posted multiple things about how I'm a socialist on social media, yeah. so yeah. It's, it's pretty clear, I think. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully. I think so. Hopefully that's clear. Yeah. If it's not, get fucked. <laughs> Speaking of getting fucked. <laughs> All right. Beautiful segue. Uh, pegging. Segue. Is it gay? No, no way. Full no stop. way. Full stop, no. Not, not. not gay at all. To your girlfriend, right? That's what okay. Like, it, if you're with your significant other that you've, you know, been with, love to death. Like, obviously, like, people have different kinks. Things get them off. Yeah, like if, true. If you want to try something new, like, and they say, like, hey, pegging? Question mark? <laughs> why not give it a go, right? If yeah. you're not into it, you're not into it. But I don't think that's gay. Well, see, like, and, and I, and I, I, I'm gonna maybe get a little bit like too into like the uh, the the theory of it all, but like that's why I hate like the binary like sexual identities where it's like you're either straight or you're gay, like yeah, like that those are like the only two options because it's like, nah, dude. I mean, yeah, just like Mitch said. I mean, there there there's there's something to be said about wanting to you know try something out with somebody uh, for the sake of trying it out, or even like an animal. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother segue into oh, something yeah. different we're, man. We're, we're going into another path there but, yeah. but no i mean I, 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 a little I, more legal than <laughs> yeah. we're talking about yeah I, th- I think we i think we're having this conversation on the assumption that all of these acts are legal uh of course yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah, we're, yeah. Going, we're going with legal consenting adults <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck, I'm out. this is the wrong podcast <laughs> yeah, no, uh, i was promised we're, we're not we're not talking about any uh, any gerbils and condoms or anything like that <laughs> i heard that was all a myth though with the richard gear no i, I think that it. was a thing it's probably they even made like a family it? guy joke on that one i think really yeah, I don't know. That was a whole different thing. I mean, that's where I get my news, Family Guy. The dribble yeah. survives 100%, though, right? Fuck no. <laughs> I think you clench up and it dies real quick. I mean, it imagine. Just, like, could it, could it turn in an anal cavity? Could a gerbil turn and try to go the other way? Gerbils are very frisky beings. Unless it's a really buff gerbil, you know? It's like, yeah. it's, a, it's a real thick gerbil. A thicky. Thicky. Yeah. I guess at that point it couldn't turn. But if it was a skinny gerbil, it could turn. So when I worked at, <laughs> there was a point in my life where I worked at PetSmart, and I remember during the training, I was the mm-hmm. small 
pet care specialist. Yeah. And during my <laughs> specialist. <laughs> yes. Was that on your name? What do you know dude? about Tetris, it. dude, or different kind of cichlids? Like you have to know a little something to be a specialist. Dude. Well, see, but that, uh, not to get too far off topic, but that's what fucks me up about these fucking like minimum wage jobs where they just give you these fucking titles and you're like, oh man, like yeah. let yeah. me swing my dick around. And it's like, no, bitch, you still get paid to seven twenty five an hour. Like, don't give in to the man. Anyways, yeah. uh, no, it was seven twenty five an hour. See, see, you see <laughs> but, what I'm saying? Now? There be people that go to Pet Smarts mm-hmm. and they buy hamsters, but they don't buy food. They don't buy anything. No cage. Oh shit! And so we have to watch out for that. We have to ask them questions. They we have to vet the hamster, future hamster owner, because there was actually a pandemic of that. <laughs> like Just... we're going through a COVID nineteen pandy wandy. But they were going through a pandemic of like people putting robo hamsters in their ass. Oh shit, dude! Like yeah. how we have regulars at the bar. You guys had regulars. Oh yeah. at PetSmart. Oh like, yeah, hey, and I'm like, if you're breeding these, why a, do you keep buying just more? It's a double hamster. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you saw like you saw like packs. You saw like a three pack of gerbils, like six pack. You know, I think they wish we did, yeah, yeah, but we yeah. never did. That was one of my early jobs was working in pet shops. <laughs> were you a specialist at everyone? Two of them. Damn, they got actually you, four. If you if you count River City Exotics and Alamo Aquatics, dude, then, River City Exotics, I've been there. Oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Julio used to get live rats for his snake that he used to have. That was the spot, baby. That was the spot. That dude, you was had the like spot. just rats for days, mice oh, for days. They bred them in the back, bro. Do you really? I can't. That was part <laughs> of my job. At that loud time, I was squeaks. Getting, <laughs> and I heard him from the back room, just like, wait a minute. Dude, just surrounded by squeaks, dude. Yeah, dude. And it was like the smell of ammonia in that back room. Jesus would, like, Christ. like burn your eyes. But they only paid me five fifteen an hour because that was minimum wage at the time to clean all that shit. But we bred the rats in-house. It's not like we're importing the rats. Did you have to put like candles and Marvin Gaye on just to really <laughs> set the mood for the for the mice? <laughs> Make sure they actually, you know. Oh, of course, dude. Did the yeah. deed. Yeah, it's like a fucking uh, cheddar smelling candle and shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Tonight we're, tonight we're lighting a Gouda. Yeah. <laughs> glass of wine. Get them going, dude. Oh, fuck. So, Lawrence and Mitch, we all work together at Blue Box, which is an awesome bar. Should I have said that? Yeah, it's out there already. It's all. It's already. It's already, it's already out. out. Oh, we work at a cocktail bar together. It's super fun. <laughs> what did you use the the Waterburger of, of Pearl? What yeah, the, the Pearl uh, Waterburger. Hotel Emma. Yeah, yeah. Waterburger no, at the work Pearl. At, we work at we work at Sonic at the Pearl. There you go. Sonic dude. at the Pearl. Yeah, we work at Sonic at the Pearl. Bro, a lot of custom drinks. I used to know like a friend's mom that would go to Sonic all the time with her little mini bottles. <laughs> And she would oh, get shit. like a cherry limeade and just put vodka in it I've and drive been doing around. Sonic all wrong. I love man. that. Dude, I love that. It's low key. No, it's great. Sonic was like the alcoholics like plug. <laughs> There's so many combinations you can do. What? Let's say you have a little gin. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. A little cherry limeade. Done. Easy. Done. Okay, well, I'm going to. I think I'm the only one in existence who doesn't like cherry limeades. They, I don't think they're good. Are they Honestly, too sweet? They're too tart, man. It's really? in the name, Mitch. Limeade. I get it. Slime, I know. Bro. I get it. I get it. No, trust me. But I mean, like, there has to be some sweet with a tart. You, you think you're getting like this True. beautiful, nice, refreshing slushy, but no, dude, it's just puckering you up. It's too tart. I got a question. Do y'all prefer smoothies over malts? Uh, you ever have, like a chocolate I, malt? I, I mean, mean, like shakes over malts. What did I say? You said smoothies. Oh, smoothies shakes like over fruit. I was like, right? two totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, no, no. He 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 meant shakes. Shakes over malts. 
Yeah, the like twisted tea, the twisted tea's hitting. Oh when man, you go to Waterburger and you get like a shake or a malt. Okay, we're gonna go on a little like, what is the main difference between a malt and a so shake? Because I think I've been put, like putting like, them uh, in together. Wouldn't the same. So having been a former Waterburger employee, uh, <laughs> man, you McDonald's and Waterburger. Yeah, yeah McDonald's dude. and Waterburger. Yeah, McDonald's was the first. Waterburger was, uh, fuck, was like a year and a half after that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Whataburger, so so when you make a malt, it's the same idea as like a shake, so like ice cream flavoring, but then you add in this like malt syrup, which yeah. gives it that kind of like like barley-ish taste okay. to it. Like it's got like this kind of like wheat, like grain to it, like yeah. flavor, um, which is like a very traditional, uh, I guess like beverage flavor yeah i think it's more of like a northern thing to be honest <laughs> yeah no for my sure my dad's like sure. from michigan and like they love malts oh yeah, yeah. no definitely like, that's okay. that's the jam over there then i guess i haven't had enough malts to really answer this but no. i mean shakes jesus christ give me a banana shake a banana with banana. a little the strawberry vanilla banana. wafer crumbles dude strawberry banana banana with vanilla <gasps> they do that at sonic and like that's one of my favorite things oh, to get that sounds so good and you get that crunchy of that vanilla wafer Dude, yeah, I love just... a vanilla wafer if you keep the bag open for like a day and so they, they kind of get a little bit. Well, they get a little soft, kind of stale. Kinda. Like little, stale like, yeah. They're a little bit softer. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. I can eat a whole bag of those. Oh, dude. Vanilla wafers, they're dangerous, man. They they're, are dangerous. They're on the same level of danger as like Ritz crackers. Ritz <laughs> <laughs> crackers. I can eat a whole sleeve. <laughs> I can eat a box of vanilla wafers. I can eat a box of goldfish crackers. I can uh, eat a whole thing of. Dude, goldfish, Ritz crackers? Dude. You can eat a whole yeah. thing of Ritz crackers, though? Just, like, by itself? Bro, I buy the family pack like I have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, nothing on them. Just, just, just straight just up. dry. Dry oh, as hell. Buttery. Just dry Ritz crackers. I'm going in. Bite the pillow, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're going nah, in. Oh, nah. no. Ritz, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta have something on there. Yeah. Some I, kind of thing. I feel like I guess I'm not a Ritz fan, dude. Now, I don't know how poor y'all grew up, but like... <laughs> we had... I didn't even get goldfish. Oh we got the, the dolphin and whales. That's, that was the thing. And it came in a big plastic tub. Dude, what fucking... And I think... And I, think, I remember that. Dude, I think they are a hundred times better than goldfish. I wish I could I still find them. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they're probably on eBay for like, <laughs> you know, 45 bucks a probably, box. Probably, but yeah, yeah, dolphin and whales, dude. Dumb. Like... They had the shapes, the dolphins, yes. and the little whales, and dude, they tasted way better. Dom, what fucking story did you tell me the other day about this like insane thing that you ate? Uh, was it like, the saltine crackers? Yes. Oh okay. my god. Now I Dom, thought what the fuck? Because I thought this was normal. No. <laughs> oh, so, I didn't hear this. One. My brother, oh, my brother and I at my grandma's house, mm-hmm. we would get like you get one saltine cracker, you chew it up. You don't swallow it. You get another and you put it on like a pate. And then you get another one, make a sandwich out of it. Then you chew that one up. Now it's three crackers. And then you spit that onto another one. And it's just like this human centipede of fucking. Baby birding yourself? Yes. No, that's 100% what it is. I have never heard that. And, and he asks me with the straightest was... face in the world. He's like, he's like, you've done that, right? And I'm like. Dumb. Where the yeah. fuck did you grow up? <laughs> no, I've never done that. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> dude don't get mad. I, my brother did it with me, and I've actually had—I've mentioned that to another friend. She's like, "Oh yeah, I did that too." No way. What? I have never did heard he, that. Did happen. he like? Did your brother like pass down the knowledge to you? Was he like dumb? This is what we do with saltines, dude. This is PBS was on TV. 
You know, my grandma's watching us. Yeah. We didn't have toppings with the crackers. Just a little salty pate on a salty <laughs> cracker, dude. So I, I mean, I guess this contextualizes like you're, you're, you're going in on, you're going in on Ritz Dry. It makes no, sense now. Because to me, that's like the that's the that's the top pinnacle. shelf yeah. saltine. That's, that's the peak. Yeah, that's that's the you uh, can't the t- you can't beat it. it's buttery. <laughs> the saltine is like you're coughing. So if you chew it up, you already have your saliva in it, and it makes it easier to eat. <laughs> You were I guess in a way, yourself. yeah, I guess, okay. but yeah. Oh man, I just after that cold saliva food. He, no, I'm telling you, he told me this with the straightest face, and I, oh, go, I believe what? it. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess we all have weird things when we're when we're kids that we do things that are like that aren't normal. I guess. Yeah. Well, see, I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even classify as not normal. I think I think you know we just we all have those those things that. Uh, we like ate or did or uh, saw that like sort of just became habits, things that we always did, yeah. and we carry them into like our adulthood. Like um, anal. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you did it. I was going to say you done that as you. a kid. What? <laughs> kind of like spinach. You don't like it when you're a kid. When you get older, you kind of crave it. No, very true, very true. Although I've never craved spinach, but <laughs> hey, man, spinach is good. What are you talking? But about? Now I know how you feel about spinach. Peg. Is great. I'm craving it right now. <laughs> no, but um, on, on that, like, I mean, I know this isn't weird, but that's why I still to this day eat those fucking Vienna sausages. Oh, I yeah. love those shits. Those are amazing. Oh, those are great. Yeah, yeah. In the can, you just drain a little water out. Yeah, yeah. Like I was uh, grind them. I remember my grandma always having like those canned sardines in the tomato oh, in the tomato those sauce. Are so good too. Thank you for seeing oh, that. In a tomato time, sauce. Like, I've never seen it. Yeah, they're like yeah, the yeah. red cans and like they they're fucking huge. You can get yeah. them, like either small or huge, but she was yeah. oh, sounds good. And uh sounds hella Mediterranean. Dude, they're so sardines amazing. And, and even as a kid, yeah, like yeah, she used yeah. to open them up and Every time I tell people I love that, and they're like, "Bro, sardine grow." No, it was so it, good. It's like, dude, like, and my, they're amazing. My dad ate them. My dad ate them, and he would eat them with saltines. Yes, he would. He would put. <laughs> yes. he, would, he would cut it up, and then he would put it on saltines and eat it as a snack. And so, like, I would like have a couple every now and then. Yeah. And yeah, to this day, like, whenever I go to H E B, uh, I make sure to buy a couple of cans and I make sure I have some saltines at home. That way, like, nostalgic from... too. Yeah, exactly. Comfort that... food. Yeah, it is. Little yeah, comfort snacks. It really is. It reminds no, me of my grandma's place, hundred percent. And like, I used to try them with weird combinations, like just like obviously the crackers too is not weird, but when she used to buy pizza. I used to be like, hey, can you open a can of sardines? And I used Ooh. to have like, like a little sardine on pizza. Yeah. I guess I like mimicking that. the whole anchovy craze. The, um, they go. I mean, and people still do that. Yeah. Anchovies yeah. on Caesar salads. Yeah. Anchovies on Pete's. It's nice saltiness to balance with savory and balance oh, yeah, with sweet. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, that's what like a classic like Caesar dressing is made with, though, right? Anchovies. They blend some up. Yeah, but, like yeah. Some people put like. Oh, actual anchovies yeah. on top. Oh, they do that at Barbaro. And then some people also with steak tartare, they put a little anchovy and a quail egg. They do that at Shu. Oh, do they? Yeah, Shu does it. Yeah, Shu does it. A lot of classically European places will put a little sardine on there oh, or anchovy. So it works with like the meat, the savoriness of the meat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my mouth is watering so hard. Oh, right dude, now. Know, do yeah. we have sar- sardines? Should we just go <laughs> stop the podcast, get some sardines, and we crush could, them, dude? dude. Yeah. We could just be the crush sardini some boys. Sardini boys. <laughs> No, it's but yeah, 10 like, out of 10. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah, like, but the weird thing, I guess I'm bringing into that, is like, because they come with little bones still in them. But Did you eat them? 
But that's the thing. Like, I used to love eating the bones. Like, <laughs> oh, and but because they weren't yeah. like hard to where like you would choke on them, they would just melt in your mouth. And like the, sp- <laughs> I would I used to love finding the spine of the fucking anchovy. God, dude. Mitch, okay. it's really funny that you're saying this because I had the opposite experience. Okay, like I remember when I was like when I was watching my dad yeah. like open the can and prep them or whatever he'd always be like yeah take this out uh, like don't eat this because like you might choke on it uh and your dad already throwing hands right now (laughs) (laughs) he would would call like the little like little like pin bones he'd call them like like spinas he's like watch out for the spinas choke on him so no to this day like i believe you i 100 percent believe you but to this day because of that like i always like take the spine out make sure to clean off the bones and then i eat it the spine gives a little extra flavor you just like the texture the the texture and just like I don't know something about it. It's like a little crunchy, yeah. But it's not too overpowering to where you can't eat it. I do that with uh, shrimp. Like if I go to a shrimp oh, the boil, tails. yeah. Just the, the shells in general. Like if 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 it if they're boiled and they're cooked correctly, mm. I just bite into the shrimp. I don't peel them. Yeah. Like if I'm getting at a crawfish boil, mm. the flavors in there. If it's cooked right, it's not gonna like tear you up as it goes through. Yeah, you. dude. It's so yeah. funny you say that because I, I had no idea people did that. Until like a few years ago, I was dating this girl. We went to uh, a boil uh, restaurant and we had like a giant boil, shrimp, crawfish, mussels, mm-hmm. the whole nine. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's sitting there eating the shrimp. And yeah, she just literally tossed an entire shrimp into her mouth and just started chewing. And I was like, did you just <laughs> like eat that whole fucking thing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you animal. What did you do? And she goes, yeah, it's like a little chip. Like, it's like a chip at the end if you want. I was like, what the and then the pate's on top. Yeah. The pate. <laughs> no, I, I had no idea. And so I I like tried it. And I was like, okay, I guess I could kind of get down with this. And now that's how I eat my shrimp. I just toss the whole damn thing in. No. I just feel like, I don't know. To me, like I feel like some of those shells are just too much, about, bro. Talking about Mr. Spine, like come on, dude. It's <laughs> okay, just, hey, yeah. you haven't lived until you've had. <laughs> well, you haven't lived sardine spines. Fucking, uh, okay? Well, I'm kind of into shells. sardine spines right now. Like I haven't, I've never had them, but I'm totally convinced. You gotta sell them, dude. That's that's how we sell things to the bar, dude. No, they uh, sure. so yeah, just, <laughs> so be a salesman. There's the tomato sauce, and they also have one where like it's canned in just like straight hot sauce. And that's my favorite. Like it's the sardines just, are in straight hot sauce. Yeah, the, the sardines God, are in just like a, watering. a tin full of hot sauce. Here, but I saw that. I was like, I don't think you'll miss one roll, right? I'm just <laughs> if you want some, I'll <laughs> no, bust I'm it kidding, out. I'm joking. Oh no, that, we had a we had a big meal. We had yeah, piattis. I'm, I'm good. We've been yeah. talking about piattis for shit a week already. Piattis is solid. Piattis yeah. is solid. You were I think so for the price point too. I love the piccata there, and I'm. I'm Disappointed they didn't have chicken piccata, but tilapia piccata will juice. I mean, tilapia piccata. Usually, when it's tilapia, it's like on a wood board or something. It's like that Mm -hmm. cedar smoked tilapia or something like that. But you give me a piccata on that. I mean, lemon and fish already work beautifully. Mm. God, my mouth is watering so hard. We are talking about food for sure. (laughs) Yeah, we're all foodies, dude. We're all over here like creaming about it. That's a love language right there, dude. Food. Oh yeah, dude. Hundred percent. Well, I guess I'm just talking about food. What's uh, like. What what do we have any like guilty pleasure foods? Like oh, that's something the, that, one like, of the topics. You're, you're slightly like not ashamed, like you just but you just you just you just hide. You hide in your corner of your room. Um, and just consume it. Honestly, hot dogs, dude. Oh, oh I was gonna I was like gonna say I can that. eat a whole like six to eight pack of hot dogs. <laughs> like it got so bad, like I had to stop buying them. So, so when you I just eat, eat a hot dog, yeah, like literally, like just grind them. 
Because I would make two or three at a time, mm-hmm. and I'd dress every single one up different. One would have some barbecue sauce on it. One mm-hmm. might just be classical, a little mustard, a little bit of ketchup. Then I'd dress one up with a little relish, and then I would just grind them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple beers later, three more. And are you go, are you going are you going like full hot dog like bun and everything or are you oh, just yeah. eating the wiener? Oh no, full bun everything. Full bun and everything. Okay. Oh yeah. See, I love just eating the, like the dog. Like, That's your Vienna sausage calling you. I know it is. It, it's <laughs> yeah. like grown up Vienna sausages, you know. Get them a little warm. Not good. It's easy to make toppings. too. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you don't have, have to, to boil them too. You can just put them in the micro. It's literally yeah. be just a, a dirty little savage. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Hebrew Nationals and Nathan's. I would say Nathan's ballparks. Ballparks, I like to boil. Okay. Ballparks are my number three. Yeah. But you, there's nothing better than a boiled ballpark. They plump up so good. Mm. And they have the grill lines too on them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did Michael Jordan used to? I remember. Was he on that commercial? Am I? This is really? like a Mandela ballpark. Is that like a Mandela? I remember was that like Michael a fever Jordan dream or something like, you had, bro. Right? <laughs> Dude. Man, I feel I feel bad now. Like I just I just cheap out. I buy those fucking bar s. Oh uh, god, bar I buy that bar s. My grandma shit. feeds those to the cats. Yeah, Dude, no, I that's what I buy. The, the bacon too. That oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah the red dude. package. The I red used package. To get those as a kid. Yeah, man. dude. Bar S, dude. Bar S. That. See, see, that's the thing. Is like, I love going to nice places to eat, but when it comes to the food that I keep at home, it is the worst shit possible. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to cheap out as much as I can yeah. so that I can have the money to go ball out at nice <laughs> restaurants. True. Yeah. So I, 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 I cheap out so hard. I knew it. What? Oh, he, he was. He it? found it. He was. He oh, was, dude. Is. I remember oh, watching his commercials that's and shit. And he had like his little mustache or his little goatee or whatever and his one gold earring and he was eating ballpark franks, dude. <laughs> but hot dogs, that's that's one of my guilty. He was chomping down the grizzies. foods. Like, I mean, obviously, bocata, maybe, what was it, another one? Uh, Jesus Christ. Saltine pate. Dude, saltine pate. Yeah, Dom saltine pate. I think you'd be surprised uh, that you might like the way your saliva tastes. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. one of those things, too, where like, you know... You're kind of used to your own scent. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's really nice to taste your own taste, dude. Like, taste, <laughs> taste your taste. Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still skeptical, Dom. I'm still, I'm still not sold. Well, well, what's something you have at your house that's like a guilty pledge? Uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's pretty like, uh, it's pretty vanilla uh, as far as my pantry goes. But I will say the one thing that, like, I have to have all the time uh, are gummy bears. Like I have to have just like really? a package of gummy bears. Harbo? In, in, fuck yeah, best ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because for me, for me, here's the thing about gummies. Gummies, like flavor is part of it, but I'm all about that chew. Like I want to have to like work. Dude, for Harbo, it. you chew exactly. Wow. That's like hard. Yeah. yeah, they are. You gotta forget work about on it them. if you leave the bag open. You. you Oh. Yeah. oh yeah, they're rocks. You call that yeah. hard bow, dude. Hard bow. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, like I, I love, 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 love gummy bears. Like that is someone, my shit. Someone at the bar top had some little gummy bears, and I was like, "Hey, law dog, you want some gummies?" And you got pumped. Now I exactly. get exactly. That's what. No, it's 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 so deep that like. Brief story. Uh, years and years ago, when I was in high school, I did this thing over the summer. I was away from home for three months. Mm. Um, traveling in the country and it was the first time I had ever been away from home uh, and my mom told me this story about how she was at the mall and she passed by a candy store and right in front of the candy store they had this display of like all the horrible gummies 
and like she saw it and just started crying her eyes out, just bawling because it reminded me of, it reminded her of me because that's how like that's how deep I am on gummy bears. Like that is my like candy. Like if I had to pick one candy for this one, yeah. it would be gummy bears, hands down. Yeah. If you were a gummy bear, what flavor would you be? Pineapple. The the white one, right? Yeah, that one's the best. I, yeah, exactly. There's so many flavors like you see that just like white gummy bear. Yeah, and because like, dude, that's this, this is superior. the best one. I didn't know the white one was pineapple. I thought it was yeah. coconut. No, it's pineapple. Yeah, yeah. there was like a, a hookah flavor when I used to smoke hookah when I was an idiot kid. Um, was white gummy bear, and that was like one of my favorite flavors. Hell yeah! Damn, yeah. did you used to go to um, off medical? Or in medical area. Uh, oh, there was like Sultans? Sultans and then yeah. like Shishas. Sultans. Yeah. Shishas, is- Shishas was my favorite because they're peach tea. Oh, yeah. man. Out of this world. Bro, but we yeah. may have smoked hookah back in the day Probably, together. Probably, man. Probably. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's getting popular again. Shishas popular. was fun. That's the one across from the drinkery, right? Fuck, I forgot. And then Sultans, I just remember there's one. If you gave the guy 20 bucks. You could bring in like he, whatever. Weed. Yeah, you can they, whatever, they would man. throw like a nugs in that. Oh shit! So we're like eighteen, nineteen. Shit, they didn't even ID you. I remember going to Sultans at sixteen and like telling my mom, like, "Oh, you know, I'm just you know smoking uh, hooks." Yeah, going to a friend's to play games, watch movies, or whatever. Yeah, his older yeah, brother drives us to cloud. Sultans. Yeah, I'm just fuck. Like, what am I doing here? I'm breaking the law. Man, God bless the good old days, dude. You can't get away with half that shit now. Definitely Someone not. would post a video on Instagram. Oh, yeah, dude. And then your parents would find out. And because they have social media as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, your grandma's on Facebook and shit. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I'm so glad that, like, my my middle high school years were, like, at the start of the whole, like, everybody has a cell phone. Social yeah. media wasn't really big back then. Like, I had yeah. Facebook, like, in high school, but... It wasn't to the degree of like Instagram, Snapchat, all that bullshit. I didn't get Facebook until I was 18. Um, YouTube came out when I was a junior in high school. Mm. And MySpace was the thing. But MySpace, I didn't get till freshman year. So oh, I, yeah, I had a MySpace. Yeah. I feel like all of us here, though, were socialized before social media. Oh, 100%. I think that's yeah. healthy. Oh, yeah. Very I remember healthy. a time without internet. For sure. Yeah. Right? No, 100%. And then when it was popping, and then the AOL and like CDs. CSL, yeah, all that. Yeah, the CDs. They, dude, <laughs> they were just so adamant on giving you thousands of hours that you'll never use. Yeah. And like, you have an AIM address? Oh, I, did, I didn't. Do you remember I, getting I on those I chat rooms? I do remember the chat rooms because my I would see my older cousins do it. Yeah. But like, I didn't have one. I'm like, who would I, ASL. Talk, to? Who would I talk to? You know? ASL. ASL. Kazaa, LimeWire. I do remember Kazaa and LimeWire. So many family computers just virused. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, just, dude. just ruined. Just ruined. Get my entire family's computer AIDS in like the first month. <laughs> <laughs> you like stay home from school. You're like, okay, I got an eight hour window to download one porn video. <laughs> it's going to be 15 seconds. But yeah, it's gonna be the best 15 it. seconds of my life. No, nah, man, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even do the videos. I just went on to Newgrounds, played the porn games. Dude, what? You don't you remember those? You don't remember those? I, I don't You'd have to go Newgrounds to a special is. section of Newgrounds where yeah. it says mature. So Newgrounds was just like, it was like a... a E-Bombs a, World or something? E-Bombs World mixed with like a like a, a, a Flash game website. Yeah. Okay. So they had like forums, videos, skits, but they also had a game section. And the game section was a bunch of just like uh, basic to complex like yeah. games that you could play. But they also had like an adult section. Yeah, dude. So like <laughs> I would go on there like 
in the dead of night, you know, sneak on the family computer, hop on the Newgrounds adult section, and, uh, you know, play some, uh, oh, yeah, all that shit. It was rowdy. Dude, it was always the family computer. Like, oh, yeah. that poor thing. Oh. Like, what, what games do you, what What are those, like, what kind of Flash games do you play that are, like, man. you can bust so, to? So I remember there was this one where, like, uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to know what you're talking about. Where you had to, like, uh, you, you had to, like, uh, basically... You like your your girl was laying on the bed, and you had to like arouse her to the point where she wanted to have sex with you. And then once you got her to that, you would have to like it was like foreplay, like a foreplay simulator. Yeah, you would like. I call her. that being in a relationship after two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, I mean it felt like that. Like it took forever. Like you, it, it took forever to get to that point. But you would get to that point, and then like the sh- the scene would shift, and then you were like penetrating this like virtual and so you can like adjust like the rate yes yeah it it got pretty intense man it got intense but the game is just 15 minutes of her saying like no i'm too tired i have a headache (laughs) (laughs) let's do this tomorrow it's like what's your response are you fine are you okay (laughs) you're like what's wrong yeah what's What's wrong wrong? (laughs) and then the game just ends like you failed yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with like a picture of you sleeping on the couch or something (laughs) you you failed the vibe check or like in your car fucking an ex-girlfriend oh shit still gotta get yours dude well so boys we have a lot of questions from instagram that we need to tackle fuck we do let's do it let's do it um i don't even know if we can even really skip onto this but i guess maybe eskimo brothers someone sent in can we shout out wit can we shout out wit shout out wit the homie the og whitney Whitney, the homie regular ever coolest fucking best regular yeah she asked she she didn't really even ask a question she just made a statement yeah she just put eskimo Eskimo brothers Brothers. yeah not even a question mark well see i think i think that's that's interesting because it's open-ended right so I think the best course of action to protect the uh, <laughs> privacy of those involved in uh, our, our our individual personal lives uh, is sort of like the the like the ethics of it all. Like, do you tell do you tell a guy if you know and he doesn't that y'all are Eskimo brothers? Like, is that something that you should do? I think it just depends on how close you are with that guy. I mean, if it's like some random dude. At the bar. Well, I mean, like, obviously, hey, I'm man. not talking to. Like, that's not what I'm talking. I know you just ordered a drink, <laughs> but I just gotta tell you. Yeah. Hey, man, I fucked your girl <laughs> last yeah. night. Yeah. Don't you just don't say that to a random person. This is what's hard about it. It's like, especially when you're younger, everyone's in that same circle, you know. Yeah. Yeah. At least I like my circle is I would go to different like parties and stuff, but like the majority was like the same circle. So we all partook with each other because we were just young, dumb. Partook with I, each I like, other. Yeah. I like that euphemism. That's real good. It's true. It's like, all right, we're having a beer pong tonight. You're 18 years old. You got a fucking Sony Ericsson. No one's got fucking, everyone's got MySpace and shit. I'll eat yeah. your ass. I'll bang you in the bathroom with a yeah. pea coat on. Easy. Yeah. You had, you had That's a pea just coat what you at did. 18? I still don't have a pea coat. I'm 27. <laughs> Where are you living, Dom? I got it from the thrift store. It was just nice. <laughs> I liked how I looked at it. It had the same white stain in the middle, dude. Like, if I buttoned it up, it looked like a circle. But when I had it unbuttoned, it just looked like I had toothpaste on one side. <laughs> yeah. You can't wash those. It's all dry clean only, right? It is. But yeah. I'm 18. There's no dry cleaning. Oh, but, yeah, 100%. Okay, so, so so back to the early days. Did you did you know? Or, I mean, everybody knew, right? That everybody was People talk everybody. To. People talk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was cool. There was there was one time like I lost a real like one of my best friends mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. our girlfriends at the time were friends we were all friends we would hang out all the time and then when they broke up and I broke up with her like a year or two later 
I hooked up with his ex and we ended up dating and uh, yeah. never talked anymore. Then on the reverse, one of my that ex that was part of that, she dated one of my friends, mm-hmm. but we stayed friends. We're still friends. So it's you can't make someone feel betrayed. Yeah. I think like what my friend's ex he felt betrayed. But with my ex, I was already in the mindset of like, we're already going our separate ways. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't really well, matter. Well, how fresh was that breakup of your ex and then like him getting. I would say it was person. both a decent amount of time. Okay. Like, it wasn't like overnight or like the next yeah. month or yeah. two. Like, because it was, that's just a shitty friend. Then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I still want to be his friend. Like, it would still be cool. But now it's been so long. I don't even know what he's doing. But yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, well, I also think it, it, on the level of friendship, but that comes to it, you know, also is a big factor. Like if it's like one of your best, best buddies. He was one of my best buddies. Oh shit. I mean, at I least in my head, at least. I didn't like ask him or anything, but like, should well, you? should you have to? Yeah. Should you have to? Like, I don't I think feel like so. it's like a, already a friend thing. Is there like, like is there like a, a certain amount of time? Someone else's ex. I, I know that's like a bro code thing, but I mean, just from my point of view. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck bro code. I hate that fucking excuse. I mean, all's fair in love and war. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what a David Ruiz line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no. So what I'm saying is like, I mean, shout I, out David. Shout, shout out David Ruiz. David. Hope he's having a good shift. Um, so too. You can't have fish and mashed potatoes, by the way. You ordered hamburger with green beans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, dude. And, and, so, like, my thing is, like, I I get it, you know, like, if it's a friend's ex, blah, 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 but there should be, like, a, a reasonable amount of time where you're like, okay, you should be fucking over it by now. Like, Yes. No, I'm, yeah, I'm cool with the being over it thing, but it's yeah. just like. I'm going to preface this. I'm going to throw this out here just so you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. He was already with another girl. Mm-hmm. Like, he was already in a new relationship. Oh, well, fuck him then. That's And stupid. then when he found out, he got heartbroken. But then ended up having man. I'm not saying his name or anything. Yeah, let's call him uh, Just, Al. So Al was like <laughs> pissed at me. Yeah, and he goes, "I can't believe this." And he got depressed, but he ended up impregnating the girlfriend he was with, oh, and then shit. it caused this whole thing. And I'm kind of like, I didn't think I had to ask you anything, even though you're my boy. When you're already dating someone else for like yeah. months now. Yeah. So. That was probably the worst. Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm Eskimo brothers with my regular brother, and like, we don't hate each other. <laughs> well, I think that's also a different situation. It's like I, I, I fail to see a situation where your, your brother would be like, oh, really? Fuck off. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think that can definitely happen in siblings for sure. Well, but like over a, a girl that you fucked. Like, oh yeah, I mean, like maybe just I like mean. slept with. For oh sure, yeah, but, I like, mean specifically not, in this context, not as in like exes. Oh yeah, like in general, like yeah, for sure, you could definitely become estranged from siblings. I just you mean in this what? context. I think it's all just situational now. I think because so. honestly, there's friends of mine that we're Eskimo brothers, and I'm just kind of like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you and need you to a know. point where it's just like, yeah, like all right, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I think I think it's fine. You know, obviously, you're not going to run up to a stranger and tell them that. You know, and it's like if you break up with someone, do you not expect them to have sex with anyone else exactly. their entire yeah, life? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like they're obviously got to move on and do shit. Yeah, everybody's got to get off, man. 
You got to. <laughs> Everyone's just out off. here sucking and fucking during a pan, pandy wandy. <laughs> Everyone's just trying to get there. Fucking so, yeah. with mass, masks on though, right? That's yeah. So COVID doesn't spread. Dude, when this mask shits, I'm not getting political. I don't want to even talk about COVID. <laughs> but my favorite thing was like these people that were like, they got mad at me in the early days because I wasn't masked up and I wasn't even vaccinated. But I was, I was like, dude, I've had it. I'm over it. I'm in this industry. I'm like yeah. touching people's fucking plates. I'm eating out of dish pits. Dude, I ate out of the monster shoe dish pit the entire time during the pandemic. <laughs> like off people's snakes and shit. You can't let shit. those little escargots go to waste. No, dude. Yeah. Escargots, little snake. I've never thrown a shrimp away in my life. And I've been in this industry for 14 years. <laughs> I've never thrown a shrimp away. I ate it with the shell on, dude. Hell yeah. And, and that's a protective barrier right and these, there. these people get mad at me. And they're like, oh, you don't wear a mask. And I'm like, you just bragged to me about licking some stranger's asshole off tinder <laughs> yeah and you're judging me about not wearing a mask <laughs> go fuck yourself yeah i've seen Dude. so many like so many memes where it's like oh like is that tap water like i don't i don't drink tap water and it's like minutes later eating somebody's ass yeah. oh it's like, like the same like with the, the you won't eat the brown power of a banana but you'll eat someone's ass <laughs> yeah. <You're> just like <laughs> still won't eat a brown power yeah. of a banana yeah. 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 yeah which i i would argue is Nice and sweet and like ripe, like a brown part of the bananas. I mean, you make banana bread for sure, but like, I mean, not by itself. Banana bread kid, dude. I'm in. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's probably a superior version of that banana. So, yeah, you gotta make it into something. And usually, brown bananas are superior. Well, yeah, because that's, I mean, that's. They don't grow them in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's that's the sugars coming out, right? That means Definitely. you're sweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah riper. Yeah, that's all it is. Ready to go. Yeah. Well, what else do we got on that? Right, on that's that a list good question. We, do we cover the pegging? Uh, I feel like we briefly covered it, but we can yeah. call it covered. Yeah, there's not much I can say. I'm gonna say it. I mean, without going game, into right? like brash detail, like let's not. I think. Yeah. I think. I, I think the best answer is if it's with your significant other. What happens in the bedroom is y'all shit. Oh, yeah. 100%, yeah, yeah. And like, it, if you love someone that much too, I mean, if a stranger came out and just wants to peg you, then I'd yeah, that's like, a little. That's a little iffy. I'd be like. You know? I'm calling well, you an oobs. Well, no, I mean, I, but I think that's getting away from like what the actual question is. Okay. Is 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 getting pegged gay? Like, is that gay if you get pegged? Like just because there's a phallic object going exactly, in your, exactly, yeah, your bottom. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think uh, it's gay. Man. It's not gay. It's definitely not. Man, we're some open-minded kids. Of course, you got to be, dude. Yeah. It's 2021. Yeah. yeah. Almost 2022. <laughs> Almost 2022, doing? baby. Yeah, I've never been like pegged, but I've definitely had a fingy. Fingy? little fingy action? Little fingy action. Nice. The finger's a must, you know? It's kind of nice. Not too bad. <laughs> Prefer a pinky. Just poke around, see what's going on up there. She's got all fucking cholo nails, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh God. shit, dude. Dude. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Holy fuck. That sounds horrible. Oh, uh, we have an interesting one, which... I don't even know how to tackle this question. Uh, shout out Robin for this one. Is coffee bean soup? <laughs> Dude. So uh, I, I think I think I'm about to break both of y'all's brains right here. Coffee is a smoothie. Go into it. Go into details. Coffee's now before we even get too far into this. I worked at Fruit of the Isle at Ingram Park Mall. I'm, uh-huh. kind of, I'm not a smoothie king because that's copywritten. <laughs> but I, I know how to whip up a nice little smoother. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee's a smoothie. Did you ever do a coffee smoothie? I did not. And that actually sounds really good. That does sound pretty good. I'm into that. Right. But a coffee's a smoothie. How so? Okay. So do you, do you know, like, do either of y'all know where coffee beans come from? 
Colombia. Well, like like what 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 they are, like what what a coffee bean is. Break it down. So the coffee bean is uh, the seed inside of a cherry. I don't know. Yeah. So it's it's the 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 coffee bean. It's so like there's like this cherry. I don't know Mm -hmm. the name of the cherry specifically, but it's bright red like a cherry is. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. I'm not. And inside is the coffee bean. It's the seed of the fruit. So Um, one bag of coffee beans is all those cherries. Uh, essentially, yeah. That's 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 so so. I'm I'm gonna fuck this up. I'm not gonna be very accurate in how I describe how this process works. But basically, what happens? But you never worked for Starbucks, right? I did. Holy shit, Law! Did you work everywhere? Lauren <laughs> says, "Live lifetime." I, I have yes. a I have a very very uh, eclectic work history with uh, dude. I've worn a lot of hats in my day. I'll put it that way. <laughs> You're just a big walking uh, encyclopedia Britannica. So yes. so here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I worked at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, little dusty. <laughs> Worked at Starbucks and I was a coffee master. I had to go through a training program to become certified. What? Uh, you know how everybody wears green aprons? Yeah. I had a black apron. Dude, that's how uh, you know you made it. Yeah, yeah. I had a black apron. Yeah. The black belt. And oh, then yeah. the next like step up is just CEO, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Howard Schultz. That's his fucking name. That's his name. Uh, you remember how I was trying to figure it out? Yeah. Lot of, I was yeah. like, I'm coming after your job. <laughs> coming after you, Schultz. Black apron. He actually made a really fucked up like Holocaust reference the other day at, a, at like Christ. a shareholder meeting. It was like not appropriate at all. But anyways, it's getting off track. <laughs> Coffee cherry or cherry coffee cherries. Uh, yeah. So basically, what happens is they harvest all of these cherries, and then the cherries are processed through these like mills that remove the husk of the cherry from mm-hmm. the bean. The beans are then sent off, washed, processed, and then when 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 you get the seed out, it's a very tiny, tiny like a pebble um, that's green, and that's called like green coffee. And so that green coffee okay. is then sent to roasters who roast the coffee to the specific profile that they want it to be, light, medium, dark, and then from there, sent off to the stores, ground, roasted, boom. So, so coffee is a fruit. And you're blending so it would and, 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 and you're, you're grinding And you're grinding the, the seed up of the oh, fruit, God and then damn. you're brewing it. Dude! Or, oh, or, 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 I mean, I guess I can see how you wouldn't be able to say f- smoothie, but like, it's fruit soup. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I definitely get Robin's question. Yeah. Obviously, yet yeah. oh. classified because it's ground up. That's oh, obviously yeah. Yeah. hot. But that's, that's makes sense. You're that's steeping a broth, it essentially. Kind of in yeah. a way. Yeah. 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 You're 100%. Ste- I mean, a French press, you're steeping that shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So. Or we like to call it extraction in the coffee game. Damn, well, that's what that black apron gets to do, that knowledge, yeah. that wordplay. Green yeah. aprons can't say that. Like, green aprons can't yeah. say that. They can't. You know, like when the elites take over. They're gonna spare Law Dog. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. Yeah, dude. they're gonna be like, "We need you." He's gonna be on the make camp. our coffee, make like our drinks, the, dude. The council or something. Yeah. Oh man, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but there you go. Coffee's a fruit. I just uh, taught y'all something. Oh, shit. Coffee's dude. a coffee is a, a smoothie. Jesus Christ. Coffee's a fruit, baby. Hell yeah. Glad <laughs> I got to. Uh, glad I got to throw some knowledge at you. Shout out Robin for Shout that out question. To Robin, you just blew yeah. her mind as well. Yeah, I, know, I hope I'm, so. For some reason, I thought they came in almost like a walnut, and you crack it open, and there's beans inside of the walnut. I, I can mean, I can understand stupid, that. But no, green bean. I do know where you have multiple. So I can totally understand yeah. that. That's kind of what I've always thought, but I've never worked in a coffee shop or anything like that. Mm. I'm actually gonna pull up a picture of a coffee cherry real quick. It's actually really cool. It's it literally looks like a cherry. It's like a it's like a small red. Do thing. people eat the husk? So the cool thing is that you can actually take the husk. You can take the husk, uh, dry it out, and make a tea. 
out of okay. the uh, out of the husk. We and call it has a, caffeine in the husk mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, a, oh, wow. a light amount. Uh, they call it a cascara. Um, is what cascara uh, tea is what they refer to it as. But yeah, here's a picture of the cherry in like a, a, a cross section. Oh wow! Cherry, yeah. And yeah, so that that center part that's that's the bean. It's oh, green. That's not a lot of husk. No, no, not a just lot. Just a small little. It's skin. literally a husk. Like it's not this whole big fruit around it. It's literally just a husk that wow. the, the bean, bean is, is inside of. Than... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> but itself. but like right Turn there, that, bean, that bean is the size. <laughs> 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 that bean's the size, like I said, of literally a pebble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because during the roasting process, the size expands mm-hmm. as the sugars are released. That makes so sense. So it's it blows up in size. Uh, so it becomes more of the size of like a coffee bean that you see day to day. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, hell yeah, we all learned a little something on that. Dude, honestly, dude. I think we every day we Lawrence, I learned just something. <laughs> I know. I love it. Dude. Don't say that. I don't, I don't know anything. I swear, get out of here, <laughs> dude. Half the time, you teach me so much stuff. I'm, I'm like an idiot most like, of the time. Please. I like that one. That's we. I think we killed that one though. Oh, that was fun. I like that. I yeah. was as soon as you said the question earlier when we were setting up. I was like, oh, I'm about to fuck ready. these guys yeah. up. Yeah, I'm about to fuck these guys up with some knowledge. Yeah. I, got, I got real excited. <laughs> I got real excited. Ooh, I'm gonna get another claw. You're gonna get a claw. Yeah. I I kind of need it. Let's take let's yeah. take a little uh, fifteen. Yeah, we'll Hell take yeah. a fifteen. Real we'll quick. be right back, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we got a gang shit on Gang gang Oh remove it Who cares Who cares dude We're not making money off this We're having a good time We are back That was uh, two seconds for you And 25 minutes for us But We're back boys We're back We are back Like we never left dude Exactly so we had an interesting question about our origins, like our bar story origins, how we got into bartending, which what Law Dog is probably like six jobs everywhere in the industry. <laughs> oh, definitely. <dude. laughs> Jesus. Jobs you've never even told me about. Yeah. Odd no, jobs. Yeah, there, there have been a lot of them. There have been a lot of them. Dirty jobs. Dirty no, jobs, it's funny, dude. So Mike Rowe, dude. That's his name, right? Yeah. <laughs> call me Mike Rowe, baby. Without the republicanism. Um, no, it's funny. Coffee is actually how I started bartending. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I was working at a hotel downtown and uh, in their coffee shop, just being a barista, you know. And one day, uh, the food and beverage director comes down and, and says, hey, he goes, uh, what are you doing tonight? And he said, well, I mean, I'm going to close this shop up in about an hour and then, I don't know, go home, you know, watch the movies. He goes, well, uh, if you can, I, I really need you to bartend for me tonight. And I was like, chef, like. I've literally never been behind a bar in my life. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And he goes, well, I had to fire all the bartenders today. Uh, found out they were stealing money out of the tills. Oof. So I have no bartenders. And uh, you're the only one that's here, so I kind of need you to do it. And I said, chef, I, there's there's no way. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he goes, well... It's just like being a barista, except with alcohol. You know, you're still making drinks. Yeah, it's, More liability, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes it, it's easy. You'll, you'll catch on. He goes, here's a binder with all the drink recipes. You know, there's some instructions in there, some basic knowledge. He's like, just look through it real quick. You know, you'll be fine. You open up at six. And I was like, what the fuck? 
You open up and say yeah, it. He yeah. just lays it on you like he already said yes. And, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> chef. Like, I, I guess. And so here's the thing, though. Like, I think if I were in, like, a, I don't know, a fucking Hills and Dales fucking, you know, one-in-one shots and beer kind of bar, I wouldn't be as intimidated. The problem is this program was a full-ass cocktail bar. They're like, do you know how to make a paper plane? No. They had 100. <laughs> they had, like... 150 or 200 bottles in their back bar. Whoa. Um, like, massive amount of bottles, shit ton of craft beer. Yeah. Like, all this shit that I had never even heard of up until this point in my life. I think I was, like, freshly 21, 22. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was like, well, I guess I'm fucking doing this then. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's been six years since then. What and a bar to start in. So you're just thrown into actually. So so that's the thing is like that's kind of the funny part too is that they actually had hired a consultant, um, and the consultant was uh, Don Marsh, the owner of 1919. Mm-hmm. So he came in and actually would train because we we eventually hired a few other bartenders. There were like four of us. Yeah. Um, I was the lead, and like the other three were just kind of there. Uh, but Don would come in and train us how to bartend, or one of his bartenders would. So, like, I've had, like, training from the 1919 guys. Um, oh, that's cool. That's, like, who trained me how to bartend. And the the binder that that chef gave me was their recipe binder. So, like, I need to find it. But I have, like, all of the 1919 recipes. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Like, it was super cool because yeah. once I started going there, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I know how to make all these drinks. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I looked at the menu and I was like, wait, I recognize that name. I, I have that in at home. Um so yeah, I mean, I, I did that, and I, I, I think I fell in love with it because I, I realized that it was like an opportunity to take what I loved about being a barista, which was like the service aspect, to kind of like the next level. And the people. Um, yeah, exactly. Service the people. I, I, yeah, that, and and because that's that's my thing is like what I love about bartending isn't like the drink side of it because honestly, to me, that doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't give a shit about the drinks. Like I love making cocktails. Don't get me wrong. I love coming up with new stuff, but like. At the end of the day, like, I don't care about any of that. Like, that that's not why I do what I do. I do what I do because I want people to, like, enjoy seeing me and seeing us because they know that they can come here and leave feeling better than they did when they got there. Yeah, facts. Um, not because they're drunk. <laughs> but, but because, they like, time they, they, were... they had a great time. They got to sit down stop worrying about whatever they're worrying about for an hour or two, you know, have a drink or two and just shoot the shit with their friends, you know, whether that's us, the people that they brought with them. Like I care about creating a place that someone can come to and walk away knowing that it was a good decision to go there and knowing that they want to come back. Yeah. Like that's what matters to me. None of this. The hospitality. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. I don't look at it. I don't look at it as like, you know, being a mixologist or whatever fucking bullshit that people want to call themselves these days. I look at it as being For a real. hospitality professional. I still like cocktologist. Yeah, we're cocktologists. <laughs> cocktologists. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah, can we rebrand the mixologist to just be cocktologists? Cocktologists, yeah, cocktologist, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. Or we just call all the mixologists that we know cocktologists. <laughs> yeah. you know? What's up? What's up, cock? How's it going? You've been working on your cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, new, uh, what new cock do you have for me today? Yeah, that, um, that's where it's like um, you're you're losing the hospitality aspect and yeah. you're trying to... Just make it about you at that point. Yeah. Like people yeah. just like have that whole like, oh, this is my prestigious name, like mixologist. Yeah. Like oh. I am better than everybody. It's like, no, man, you're 
you're a bartender, you're making drinks. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, every yeah, and bartender it's so much is, more. Than, yeah, yeah, it's the same so from making quick shots at a dive to making yeah. people like, A bartender's job is still, yeah. I mean, I know great bartenders that don't know how to make cocktails. Absolutely. Yeah, man. No, 100%. Like, it's, it's in the fucking name. You're a bartender. You tend to the bar in mm-hmm. any way that needs to be tended to, whether that's talking with guests, making sure they're having a good time, cleaning the fucking bar, polishing glassware. Like, you're a bartender. You're not a fucking drink maker. Like, that's not what the title is. It's yeah. bartender. You tend the bar. Like, that's why I hate everybody trying to rebrand themselves into fucking mixologists. Cause it's like, no, dude, you're, you're completely yeah. missing the point. Like, that's not why we're here. Like, not at all. And I guarantee you that the places where that's why they're there fucking suck. And you will go there once and don't want to go back. Yeah, dude, because you just make it about, like, the whole, like, yeah, the, the, the knowledge is cool. Having all that oh, for sure. mindset, everything. But then Absolutely. when you treat everyone... Like a piece of shit. Yeah. It's just, that's not what it's about. No, and like, it's, it's like, oh, I'm better than you. I'm on this fucking high horse because I know all this stuff that you don't. That you yeah. haven't even thought about, haven't looked up. You know, I have all these crazy prestigious books. And it's like, bro, like, who gives a shit? No, yeah. exactly. Like, because it's just like, you can't be mad at a guest for wanting a ranch water. Yeah, man. Yeah. If that's what they or, enjoy drinking. Or not knowing, you know, all these other things that, that we know. And it's just like, bro, like, don't make them feel lowly or lesser yeah. yeah. because they're asking questions. Well, that's why like I always, don't know. That's why I always laugh when somebody comes up to me and is like, maybe we, make me what you like to drink. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's no, like, make, what do you like to drink? Like, yeah. I don't want you mm-hmm. to drink what I drink because I drink cheap beer and shots of tequila. And yeah. I don't want to just have a high life at the end of the night. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's I, what I want to drink. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to just give you a cheap beer and I a shot a of tequila. light and a shot of Fernet. Yeah. You're probably going to hate that. Exactly. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, you're, like you're not going to come rock. back. Yeah, give me a, a nice room temperature Jameson. <laughs> I'm good to go. Yeah. You're not going to come back if I give you what I drink, you know? And that's why I, I go through the spiel. I'm like, you know, well, tell me what you like. Tell me what you want right now, and I'll make you something. Like, I, I, want, I don't want you to make you what I like. I want, I want to make you something that you're going to like, something that you can, like, relate to, something that you're familiar with, but, you know, obviously you haven't had before. And then from that first gig kind of opened you up to other bar oh, gigs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually got fired from there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, old Patio Lawrence, he came back. That's literally it? what it was. That's, That's literally another story that we, oh, we, Patio we might Lawrence. not show. We might Holy not, we fuck. Might Patio Lawrence Is might that not come out that conversation? Tonight. Uh, no, 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 no. We can definitely bring on Patio Lawrence. segue into Patio Lawrence. I don't know anything about Patio oh, Lawrence. Oh, Patio Lawrence is a fucking menace, dude. Patio <laughs> Lawrence is, <laughs> Lawrence is, is a king. Patio Lawrence is a menace to society. But, but yeah, essentially, Patio Lawrence came out. You're teasing me what does this mean <laughs> so it's essentially in the context of this job what happened was i just like uh i kind of like got caught up in the whole like oh i'm a bartender thing and started drinking heavily um and yeah. and he was but, one of our regulars at <laughs> Bucks, and i had the pleasure to serve him that night so so oh well no i i, I was I, i'm i'm meaning in the context of this first job this first oh okay job. I thought yeah Patio Lawrence. okay no no no, no. I, job, I just I mean you. in the context of the first job where i got fired is because like i just got caught up in like oh i'm a bartender like i can drink behind the bar like i'm a cool guy uh and yeah just like it, i just got drunk one too many times and like did some dumb shit and yeah got fired yeah. Um, how I got fired is also a hilarious story, but I'll save that for later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, got fired from there, and then I wound up at uh, Halcyon 
in oh, yeah. Southtown. Nice. Uh, as a barista, though. Long Long Island iced coffees. I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. Those are wild, man. I used to go those to the pick one you in, up uh, and put you down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real fucking quick, too. Why do you build me up? Buttercup, baby, just break me down. <laughs> that, that drink was the inspiration for that song, man. That shit was directly so, the inspiration. I used to hang out the Halcyon in Austin, Texas on 4th Street. Oh, dude, that one's wild. That was the I one. I don't even know. I thought Halcyon was just that one. No, one a, it's, I think it's, it's an Austin company. It is an Austin company. There was actually one in San Francisco for some time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was all part of the same company. There was one in San Francisco. But That's they cool. I didn't know that. They sold that one off a long time ago, though. And so it's like its own thing now. So it's just Austin and uh, San Antonio now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wound up at Halcyon as a barista, moved my way into the bar, worked there for a couple of years, got hired at the CIA as their bartender for uh, NAO. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. That was a horrible job. That place fucking sucked. Uh, we couldn't take tips, and the hourly was only like sixteen. You couldn't take tips. Yeah, because the students couldn't take tips. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So oh, like okay. it kind of it, it extended to me I too. I forgot Neo was was the, yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. So it extended it. to me. Now it's Monshushu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it is Monshushu. <laughs> um, so it extended to the bartender. So that's why they paid me sixteen an hour. Gotcha. Um, but the reason I left there only after only two months is because I had applied to Emma, and they called me back and were like, "Hey." work for us and i was like fuck yeah so <laughs> just go right next door dude. yeah just go right yeah. next door literally right next door <laughs> i've been point. doing that in that cul-de-sac from supper to shoe shoe to box dude I mean, it's yeah it's a good cul-de-sac man yeah it's, it's my a favorite cul-de-sac <laughs> but yeah emma for uh for almost two years uh then we went into the uh panera uh and then panera bread nope like i'm making wordplay how you know like a panty it, people are like, oh, the Panera. Oh, God. I was yeah. like, really? Or the Panorama. Panorama after Hotel Emma? <laughs> no, I was, try, I was trying, to, trying to make some wordplay. You know. Trying to make some wordplay. You know, people are like, oh, the Panty, the Panorama, Pandy the Panera. Whammy, pandemic the Panorama, Pandemi more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just trying to be clever. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you are yeah. clever, sir. It was just too clever for us. I know, yeah. I yeah, just, it went over our heads. Yeah. It's all good. Panorama, then Boxcar, and now Blue Box. Beautiful. Yeah, that's my bar journey. Mitch, how did you start in the industry? Shit, man. Uh, what were some of your early jobs in general? Did you do stuff like... I mean, believe it or not, like, uh, Blue Box is my second job ever. What? Yeah, man. I've only had two jobs, and Blue Box is definitely the best one out of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I will 100%, 1,000% say that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I started bartending at 18. Um, my uncle got me a job at the Hilton the Palacio del Rio, the downtown one. Yeah. Right on the Riverwalk. So, I mean, obviously as a kid, you're just like, I mean, as an 18-year-old kid, you're just like, hell yeah, dude. Like, let's do it. Like, yeah. I've never been behind the bar. I'm it's like, exciting. I quick money. Yeah, you're going to meet people. Like, Riverwalk. Like, yeah. Dope. What they don't tell you is you got to pay for parking every day. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. That's another story. Oh. Um, but, uh, Bastards. Yeah, man. Uh, I started as a barback uh, and only barbacked for like maybe two months. Until, like, the whole, like, how Lawrence's thing, they fired a bunch of people in the other bar. And, you know, they're just scrambling, like, thinking, oh, who are we going to get to replace yeah. him? Like, we need somebody. Get this bar back, kid. Yeah. For a busy, uh, what is it, Valentine's Day special oh. night. Oh, shit. That was the first night I this ever This is like bartended. the starting quarterback got hurt. Yes, and then in the championship game. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the championship yeah. game. Valentine's, yeah. dude. Right we before the game. Like, nah, second, nah, we'll get the third string kid, dude. <laughs> the walk-on. Yeah, the walk-on. The walk-on. Hey. Yeah, like it's uh, – it was and so Rogers bad. And Rodgers did it. I didn't even have – because they had it. a uniform in that restaurant. So it, I worked in the Texas Sports Bar. 
um, and they had the river, uh, Jesus, what's the name of it? They used to, it used to be called Ibiza. Um, I remember that. Yeah. And just why am I not remembering the name of it that they changed it to? But yeah, so like there was like four bars altogether. Dirty Nelly's is where I ended up later on. Um, but they threw me in the main restaurant bar and there was like, hey, like I know you don't have any uniform, anything, any like bar experience, but we just need somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I was wearing the sports bar, like referee uniform outfit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. In a, like a hotel prestigious <laughs> restaurant oh, on a Valentine's shit. Day night. It was ass, dude. Oh, no. I felt so out of place. And... Um, yeah, like, obviously, my uncle asking me, like, they need somebody. Of course, I'm not going to tell him, like, nah. Nah, <laughs> bro. I'm just like, sure, like, just tell me what to do. I've never bartended, but let's do it. Yeah. And in two months, you only get so much knowledge on the bar that, you know, you can't make the drinks. You're just there for the glassware, picking up shit. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to tell you some stuff here and there, but you're not going to get, like, the whole extent of bartending. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting thrown in, and, dude, like, they had a whole special bar menu they had a whole special, like, food menu for Valentine's Day. Obviously, like, the couples, like, let's do, like, a couple thing. Like, you get yeah. two plates, two drinks for, like, yeah. 100 bucks, whatever. I don't know how much it was. But there was this one cocktail, dude. I made, like, at least, like, uh, like fucking 60 or something <laughs> of them. It was, like, basically, like, a Cosmo, but it was, like, more red. Like, just way, way too red. Because, obviously, Valentine's Day, red, pink shit. Yeah, tastes but, like Robitussin. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. It was just this shitty Cosmo, basically. And that, I still have nightmares about making that thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's basically that thing. Like you, you get into that bartending shit, just like kind of like they throw you into it. And it's like fight or flight. Like you got to do it. And I mean, that's how it went for me. And I feel like it's weird, but I think that's kind of the best way to learn. Uh, I like, think so too. Maybe like, not on a busy Valentine's Day night. But. No, honestly, I think that is the best way, yeah. like high tide. Well, because that's the thing is yeah. that like, I mean, at the end of the day, think about what we do every mm-hmm. week on like a Friday, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's sink or swim. Like you either yeah. have yeah. the ability to work through the volume that we do or you the don't. The pressure. Yeah. yeah. The pressure or you don't, you know, either you can sit there and just take four or five orders at a time, be able to like work through your head mentally how you're going to attack the problem and then execute. And if you can't do that, then like you have no business being in a high volume bar, yeah. which at the end of the day, like that's where we all want to be, right? We want to be yeah. in a place that's busy. So the money's at. That's where the money's at, exactly. So, I mean, I think you're right, Mitch. It's like you have to be able to, as, as daunting as it is, as like nerve wracking as it is, especially with no experience, mm-hmm. if you can't handle that, if you can't mentally handle that then like then you're not probably yeah this probably isn't the right thing for you yeah yeah Yeah. because it's hard it's really fucking hard and people find that way too late and i feel like yeah just getting thrown into it you'll find that out immediately yeah oh yeah you'll know immediately immediately just that heart sinking feeling that's like oh man it's (laughs) the worst dude when i was looking at the glassware saturday night (laughs) i was just looking at it and i was i was like i'm not even taking one second to not move and keep working and I feel like this is never going to end, but it's like, Dominic, you've been here before. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Just, just keep going. Just one foot, going. Put one foot in front of the other and yeah. just keep going. Just keep going. Just put yourself in it. Some like, people right, can't handle that pressure. Like pressure is like, I, uh, someone told me this was like pressure either bursts pipes or makes diamonds. <laughs> you have, you yeah. have one of two yeah. choices. 
Yeah. And it's like uh, I'm, yeah, I'm in the business of making diamonds. Oh, we've been definitely making diamonds. Oh, absolutely, oh. bro. No bursted pipes. No, we're some lucky kids right now, just killing it. But brief, uh, brief, brief aside. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna get to this in a second. Dirty Nellies was part of the Hilton. Yeah, man. What? Yeah, apparently, it didn't <laughs> used to be a part of the Hilton. It was just this. Obviously, it was still the same bar. Peanuts yeah. on the floor, piano bar. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think after the whole like them building the Hilton on top of everything. Yeah. They bought it out. Oh, I yeah, had no fucking name, idea. I mean, obviously it's just a. Yes, obviously. It's, it's an establishment. It is like it's, it's yeah. a staple. I think. Yeah, 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 staple. yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I. Okay, well, like, let's segue. I guess segue back. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. So back like, into the restaurant. Yeah. So that night, that's where I worked, and yeah. then like after that, I moved from Texas Sports Bar to um, the re- the main restaurant bar, and that's where I worked for like a good like three years. And so I was basically just hitting every bar, and then at the end of the two, like uh, the next two years, because I was there for five, uh, I worked in Dirty Nelly's, and man, I had some good times there, man. Yeah. Especially oh. like, I mean, there was a uniform in every bar, but that one was way more lax. I could wear like cargo shorts, dog, and yeah. like just the, <laughs> and just well, the Dirty Nelly short shirt. I swear to God, if cargo shorts are part of any of my uniforms, I would quit. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even wear cargo shorts. Cargo shorts. Wait, I don't even like man, shorts. Do you still wear cargo shorts, dude? Everyone wears cargo shorts, no, right? I don't Fucking even wear shorts. Wear cargo what are you shorts? talking about? Dude, my legs have not seen the sun since seventy-two. Bro, do you see, do you see the pockets on these shorts, Bro, do you see you know pockets? How, no. You know how many no. things you can put in all those pockets? Mitch, you're you an adult. Like Eighteen Mitch, pockets. Mitch, you're an adult. Mitch, children wear cargo shorts, but he can't have a purse. That's why I have like I need all these fucking pockets for my adult stuff, bro. That's why you get. That's why you get a satchel. Yes. Satchel. I have a satchel. That's Jacob's got a satchel. No, satchel's yeah. cool. It, those are definitely in in the now right now, dude. Yeah, cargo but, shorts are it. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro, I need a wallet, a phone, and a bar key. That's it. <laughs> Fuck. No, you're right. Like it's like it's a it's a dying trend. We're gonna go funny. we're gonna go shopping, Mitch, and I'm gonna get rid of all your cargo shorts. So I'm gonna buy you some grown. <laughs> I just need that like what that six inch inseam shorts, dude, where it's just like show show a little bit of thigh. Oh, show yo, show, oh, oh, show thigh. Dude. Yeah, you have oh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah, see, these are a little long for my taste, but you know, it is what it is. The higher the short, the closer to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom taught me. Well, no, uh, it's, it's sun's, sun's out, thighs cargo. out. Sun's oh, out, sun's out, thighs out, baby. Dude, Dude my, but honestly, right my legs have not seen the sun in probably like 10 years. <laughs> I just don't wear shorts. I started wearing girl jeans back in the day, and then it turned into male skinny jeans. And I don't know. Kit, have you, y'all have never seen me in shorts? No. I've ever seen you in shorts. Never. Probably never, never will. I mean, we could all, we could put it on for the cast. Yeah, I mean, you just want to like take your pants off right now so we can see what those legs look like. Yeah, yeah, we can. <laughs> They're well, Levi's. Let's, 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 we're taking another twenty-five minute break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to pause for some uh, yeah. for some research, a little research yeah. right now. R and D, little yeah, research yeah. and development yeah. over here. No, no, that's that's gonna happen after a few more claws. Yeah, yeah not right now. I'm like double fisting these bad boys right now. Yeah, no, we're we're, we're chugging through them. But uh, Dirty Nellies was a good one. Good times. I had so much fun there, man. Then yeah. what was your transition from? There to blue to box. So I, despite how much fun I had at Nelly's, um, I just didn't want to be in the Hilton anymore. I, I hated the corporate things, and even then, like I didn't have a beard, and like they didn't, they didn't have have like a beard protocol. They just like nothing. Like you had to be clean shaven. Yeah, uh, that and sucks. I'm the one who kind of changed that. 
because I was just kind of that like young kid asshole that's just like, nah, who cares about dress code, right? Yeah. And I would just come in like just dirty, stubble face all the time. And there's been mul- there was multiple times. And that they would just give me razors and be like, hey, go shave in the bathroom right Dude, now. Dude, oh, did that shit. a couple of times yeah, to man. me. And, uh, yeah, I made them change the protocol because they're just like, you know what? Like, this kid sucks. Like, we're just like, we keep telling him and telling him we can't fire him yeah. because his uncle's like the GM. So it's like, we're just going to change the protocol. <laughs> so I made a corporate hotel change, you know, to have beards. Let's go, man. Uh, dude, and, you're the uh, Leonidas of the Hilton. <laughs> Leonidas. Hell yeah. This is the Palacio del Rio. And just fucking take them. That is a very strict thing they do in hotels, though. Yeah, they just very about the image, I guess, man. Just I always felt comfortable going to a place where the people were themselves, though. Yeah, that's what it I think too. That's sense. what it should be. Well, but that's the thing is that like the people that are going to these places don't pay for that. They don't yeah. pay for you to be yourself. They pay for you to to replicate the image that they want to see. Yeah, they're yeah. they're Agreed. they're paying for. Uh, a specific image yeah. and anything that is counter to that is not acceptable. That's the cool thing about Emma that they were like, you can dye your hair, you yeah. can do this. Like they were very open. Yeah. To yeah. Extent, though, you right? can be a woman uh, and be a man. And no, I mean, I think, I mean, like look at uh, like Katie, for example, uh, mm-hmm. Katie's got like tattoos all over her arms and she's a manager. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. So like, I mean, they're, they're, they're fairly reasonable with like how they, how they handle like certain things. Um, I mean, shit, I saw somebody at the hotel the other day with, like, neon green hair. Yeah. Like, I think they're very, like... I think they're catching on that 2021. Like, I remember growing up, tattoos were unacceptable. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember Chili's when I was 18. You couldn't have piercings. You couldn't... You had to cover your tattoos. No shit. And now it's, like, the fact that we can literally show tattoos nowadays is kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. At Chili, you would think, like... Everyone would have tattoos. This is like 2007, 2008. Well, yeah, all, all the back of a house did. Oh, of course. All the people that <laughs> went to jail. All the cooks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, all the people that went to jail got out. All the vatos. Cooking your chicken crispers in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even have a staff. If they drug tested or said you couldn't have tattoos, you wouldn't have a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. yeah. You wouldn't have no a kitchen. No restaurant would have a kitchen. No. <laughs> yeah, dude, everyone would be shut down. Yeah. Dude, if restaurants drug tested, you wouldn't have servers either. Yeah, how do you think they're getting through the shift? Bro? Yeah, exactly. yeah, just a quick bowl in the parking lot. That always helped. Parking lot parties. Remember that? After the shift, <laughs> everyone goes out. The old fucking black dude who was the buster pops his trunk. He's got an ice chest with a bunch of beer, <laughs> and we drink till fucking three in the morning. Oh, that you know what I'm talking about. Lord's we call it story. parking lot pimping. PLPs. <laughs> <laughs> so when I worked at Whataburger, I was like 18, You parking 19? lot pimped in Whataburger? Yeah. So when I, <laughs> I was like 18, you 19. You probably need it more, dude. I was like 18, 19 at Waterburger. Well, the location I worked at, we were literally right next to Wild West. Remember Wild um, West? Yeah, dude. So every fucking Thursday, Friday, Saturday night at 2 a.m., we got fucking rocked for like Two and a half, three hours. Yeah. It was like lines out the door, lines into the street on the drive-thru. Insanity. And I was the cook. So, like, I was literally just there fucking slinging burger patties trying to survive. Yeah. Um, But that's besides the point. So, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, we needed it a lot. But we had this one manager because the guy that got me hired was a buddy from high school. 
And we had this one manager who liked him so much that he would buy him alcohol. We were both underage. We were both like 18, 19. <laughs> so he'd buy him alcohol. And what he did is he took – we got pickles in a giant like 30-gallon white bucket. So whatever the manager's name was, he would take an empty white pickle bucket, Hell yeah. fill it with ice and beer, and then leave <laughs> it in my friend's truck. Yeah. So that after we got out, so we would is. pop open the pickle bucket. And they're bucket, the coldest. And they're the coldest. Oh, pop dude, open the, the managers know, too. They, they oh. know how hard everyone fucking works. Who cares? Yeah, dude, right? Just, they know. They, man, half those guys were on fucking all sorts of drugs and drinking oh, on the yeah, shift. Yeah. And like, What's wrong with an 18-year-old having a beer in a parking lot? Yeah. And we were literally in the parking lot, like right next to the restaurant. What's wrong with a manager having an 18-year-old in the parking lot? I mean, maybe that could be. It's happened. That could be a little dicey, I guess. (laughs) The rim back in the day when it was only like Fridays. It was the movie. It was Palladium, Fridays, Stone uh, Stone Works, and like Hofbrau. I remember Stone So all the rest was just like asphalt. Yeah. Like a land of asphalt. <laughs> so we could party as long as you wanted out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. There may have been some twenty-five-year-old managers <laughs> banging an eighteen-year-old hostess. Because I mean, how often did you see that in the industry? Oh, dude, it's still the hostesses goes on the industry were like all the, the time. Man. They were like the prospects. <laughs> the prospects. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole dating scene in the industry—that's basically that, man. Everyone was. You get that management, that manager in that position of power. It's like, okay, like, yeah. you know, what can I get away with? God. Kind yeah. Of, kind of scummy for sure, but yeah. yeah, scummy. And back then, there wasn't the Me Too movement or anything. So these girls were just like, well, I'm going to keep my job, you know? <laughs> and I would hear stories that the hostesses were getting paid the same as much as like the line cooks. And you're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> hush money. Hush, my, You're making fourteen fifty an hour. K too as well for some reason. <laughs> it's like, and he matches six percent of my raw. I was going to say they're matching a percentage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was different. Can you imagine this? What we experienced? Can you imagine what it was like in the fucking eighties? Yeah, you're right. God, uh, things that like we would probably would have thought they're just like what the fuck. Oh yeah, most definitely natural evolution of it all too. Yeah, natural evolution of it all. And then who talked to you about going to box? I feel like we just... Oh, back into that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, man. Um, Jules, Julio. Uh, he really? was bar back in there. Bartending slash bar backing. And uh, I had quit the Hilton because, man, I just wanted out of there so bad. Yeah. And... Uh, That's in a very intense first job also. Oh, yeah. Like, I did not... I was like, fuck, craft cocktail bar? I'm like, cool, I'm just going to be bar backing. I'll learn as much as I can. Um, but yeah, uh, Jules got me in. Damien was our manager. Chris and Damien at the time were managing, co-managing, co-parenting. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, they brought me in and I, I met both of them. And dude, they're amazing, obviously amazing people. Yeah, love them both. I fucking love them. To the death of me. And yeah, uh, yeah Damien was my first manager at Box. Hell and yeah. dude, it was fun. It was a great intro to what like the pearl was obviously very daunting like just come in there and just like what the fuck like bunch of white people all these yeah th- i mean i wouldn't i mean yeah i guess sure don't lie mitch it's a bunch of rich white people i mean yeah that's it's definitely a benefit of it though yeah. like as in the money like just throwing it throwing it yeah exactly um but yeah dude like just it was awesome oh like, yeah i mean all these the back bar like just filled with 
so alcohol many bottles. I've never even heard of and yeah. juices and syrups and actual cool ice. Like I don't know, I just I feel like our ice is the Hilton's ass. Um, oh yeah, when you use this kind of like ice, yeah. like the one by ones we have are like purified water filters. Yeah. When you shake like party ice, you're That's like what I'm saying. this like, sucks. Who wants party <laughs> ice in one of their co- like in an old fashioned who wants party ice? Yeah. Nobody. No one. Marron. But yeah, that's that was a segue into boxing. I've been there for it's gonna be four years in I think a week actually in, nice. in the mid of oh, December. Shit. Yeah, congratulations! Awesome. Yeah, four yeah. years. Congratulations. Damn, Dad! Cheers, yeah, baby! Cheers to four yeah, years, fuck dude. yeah! Hell yeah! Cheers to four years, baby! That's crazy. Was it three cheers? For, I swear that you don't have to go. <laughs> I thought we could wait for the fireworks. Yeah. Dude, this three is what cheers. the mics are actually for, right? It's just karaoke night. Yeah. That's, what, that's what you brought us <laughs> over here for. Not, dude. <laughs> dude, if I had a karaoke in the living room, we would tear this place down. We need, go, like, we need we to go, go back. back. Yeah, we need to go back. Yeah. Took, a, took Mitch for, what, the first time? I've been before, okay. um, but yeah, but that with the boys, w- yeah, that with the boys karaoke in. Yeah, it was uh, it was me, Mitch, uh, Chris, and Gina. Oh, Maron, where'd you go? Lonesome oh, Rose, Lighthouse, Lighthouse, Lighthouse. There was, dude, I love that place. That place is it's sick. It's a cool little dive bar, man. Yeah, yeah. Have you been out there? No. Oh, it's so fucking I'll cool. I'll probably love it. Dude, dive bars are my specialty. Need to go do oh, some dude. karaoke with Tuesday, would, right? Tuesdays, yeah. Oh, dude, you would fucking love it. it it's it's so sick. It's like the the stereotypical dive bar, pool table, dart machine, yep. you know, half-decent back bar, actually. They had quite a few bottles on there. $3 domestics. Yeah. yeah. $3 domestics. I paid like 6 bucks. Yeah, they had money back there, I think, up. too. And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, I'm in it. yeah. it's a cool spot, man. It's a really cool spot. We'll have to go out there sometime. Uh, it's it's actually not too far from, from Box. It's over by Woodlawn Lakes. So it's going to be like a 8-minute drive, 10-minute drive. Dude, but Locke killed it. He did some Michael Buble, and man, I, I almost fell in love with Lawrence. Yay! <laughs> I love, I love to sing. I absolutely love singing. I've heard great. you sing at the end of nights when we're closing it up. <laughs> yeah. I told people before, I was like, I was like, just so you know, when we close, sometimes we're singing Celine Dion and crying. So. <laughs> sometimes I feel like that's an every every <laughs> night <laughs> song that just like I'm like okay. It's gonna happen. I'm yeah. so happy that people are like so down with it because I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, who wouldn't be take down? a take a long shot here and see if I can just uh, who wouldn't be down with throw that some song, throw yeah. some. My heart will go on and see if uh, see what they give me. A little Titanic, dude. He's not dude. Even kidding me? Cry dude. every time. Hell yeah! That was the first movie. You know, every you know, progressive young kid touches themselves too. Obviously, oh yeah, man. Yeah. Videotape too. Love me some uh, some rose titties. <laughs> you know, paint me like a French woman. Tell yeah. your French girls or whatever. You're... That yeah, line dude, was. Came in the, the two I don't know what the line was though, because my it was always on mute. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that means you can lip, lip read real well. Is what yeah, it was, oh, it was some type of lip reading, dude, for Ooh. sure. Well, wait. Yeah. So, so that's that's Mitch's Mitch's origin story. Oh yeah, there you go. You, what's, what's dude, going mine on like you, you had two. Laws had a few. Like mine, I've probably worked at eighteen places. I mean, bars. bars and restaurants, probably like 14. Okay. I was like, uh, I grew up in the industry because mm-hmm. my grandparents owned Italian restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in the industry, did everything from like working back a house, busing, doing all this. And I just remembered like I was about to graduate high school and I was working in pet shops and I was like, I need to make cash like this five fifteen an hour is bullshit. Yeah. So I applied for Chili's on Calabria in 1604 
four days before I turned 18, and you had to be 18 to serve tables. I ended up getting the job the day before I turned 18, and I started the day after I turned 18. And that was my first, like, outside of the family industry job. Yeah. Then after high school, I essentially got kicked out of the house, and then I moved to Austin, got a job at Chili's there. Worked at Chili's when I came back to San Antonio. I did, like, everything from, like, fruit of the aisle, which is, like, making smoothies, essentially making drinks for the first time because I served tables over there. Mm-hmm. And that was back when, like, if you broke a bill, that's like making 250 a night now. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But yeah. it was busy, and there's volume, so it would happen. <clears throat> and then it... uh I got really good at being a server, like really good. And I, I kind of like kept shooting up to better restaurants, yeah. higher PPAs and everything. And then I remember I wanted to get behind the bar so bad. But at the time, San Antonio wasn't like, they didn't know about cocktails. They didn't really have the scene. And if you weren't like a beautiful chick with like big titties and you were just a mm-hmm. dude, it was basically <laughs> impossible. Like yeah. all the high volume places, it was like impossible. So I was like, I got a bar back. So my first bar backing was this place called Red Square Bar, which was a horrible idea when you look back. It was a vodka bar at Bandera <laughs> in 1604. Yeah, so you it's know where like uh, <laughs> Cooter Browns was and all that. I oh, think yeah. I think now I think now it's um it's some it's some, it's still a bar. It just I don't know what it's called now. I can't remember. They have a couple of them. Yeah. Um. So I went in there and just remember like. I would get like uh, 15% of tips and like $10 an hour for at the time was good. It wasn't as good as when I was serving tables and I was like, okay, well I'm learning the ropes and someone named uh, Andrew Galvan taught me how to set up a well. And then he gave me my first like happy hour shift. Right. And I was like, fuck yeah. Right. I'm in. And, and then I was like, well, I still need my day job. I need to make more money uh, serving. So I, got, I was working at sushi Zoosh. And then I was going through a rock bottom point in my life and I was like, well, I'm back in like parents' neighborhood. Let me find like a late night gig. I'll serve tables at Sushi Zush and Stone Oak and then let me find a bar gig that's not Red Square because I was just kind of getting burnt out of Red Square. Uh, and I got to work with some of the best like back then like crazy bars and Flair was huge. Mm. Flair was huge. I actually met Cruz way back in the day because he oh, used really? to work at uh, Boston's Pub and like all the Mahoney group and all that he used to flare with a bunch of people. And I was like, I was like, I need to get into like a better bar. They opened this one called the bend and the bend used to be called like around the bend, but then they opened a new one right on Bandera and Gilbo. And the second day open, I was driving by and it was so packed. <clears throat> so I walked in and you could just see the bartenders are losing their mind. And I said, Hey, and the around the bend used to be this tiny, like, 10 seats at the bar, mm. a little patio that maybe had like two tables, small. But then they upgraded to this huge, massive patio and all this shit. And I kind of created my own job. I walked in. I said, y'all are busy, huh? And they're like, yeah, what do you want to drink? And I go, nothing right now. I was like, do y'all need help? And they're like, what do you mean? I go, do you have a bar back? <laughs> and they go, we've never had a bar back before. And I go, I think you need one. <laughs> Two days later, they created a new position, and I was <laughs> I was the men's first you just bar back. Forced dude. a company to open a, <laughs> and they needed it. Yeah, and I worked my ass off over there, and then 
one of the ladies who was like the manager there, yeah. which I'm still great friends with. I haven't seen her in ages. God bless. I wish I could see her. She actually opened a lot of doors later in my like bar future. But uh, she goes, hey, my dad, he's a part owner of this restaurant called Hofbrau. They're opening one at the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for you to like start bartending there. And I, over here, I'm like, fuck, I'm only getting like one happy hour shift and I'm bar backing four nights a week. Yeah, dude, the rim, and <laughs> yeah. all there was was Palladium and Fridays and like Stoneworks. Yeah, honestly, there was nothing out there, man. Nah, and so like 2013, I left uh, Sushi Zush, and then I went out to the rim, and the bartenders that they hired were like hella experienced, and they were like, well, usually only women work cocktail, but and they had separate, they had a dining room and then they had a bar room, and they yeah. said, well, only usually women work cocktail, but if you're willing to like work the cocktail tables mm-hmm. will punt you in behind the bar as a bartender as soon as we can. I said, yeah, I became the fucking cutest, dopest <laughs> cocktail bartender. <laughs> Three months later, I was behind the bar. Didn't know shit. We did like a different shot once a week. And I was there for a few years and I learned speed bartending, beer tending. And that was the Hofbrau at the rim. We opened in 2013. That was like my first, time really getting it yeah and that kind of snowballed into one of the owners worked at floors so i started bartending at floors then i started oh, I love bartending floors. dude that was wild i love floors country dude too. randy rogers sells four thousand tickets a night and he would do a friday and saturday it's eight thousand people dude and it was wild it was just speed bar speed bar speed bar mm-hmm. and then from there i still I, I just kept working and i had an opera i opened up i opened up so so i got in the spring where People would mention places like what's coming up and they would refer me to open it because they knew I had experience in the industry, but I was young and I was like passionate about it. I, people don't know. I opened up the rustic yeah. dude. I opened up buddy V's. I opened up Hofbrau. I opened Damn, up, bro. What the bro fuck? I the key to the city up. already or what, man? <laughs> <laughs> they need Not to. after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And then they gave me, um, uh, they, I got a lead that said that they were opening up a Roos Chris right mm-hmm. across the street at the Elan. One of my regulars was the, she was actually managing the property and said, we're going to open up a Roos Chris Steakhouse. They're building a bar. You're my favorite bartender. And this was at Hofbrau across the street. And they go, jump in. So I, for a while, I juggled like two or three jobs. Yeah. And I just did them all. And that's kind of what started my workaholism, like for sure, I'm sure. And uh, I opened up that Roos Chris. That's where I met a gentleman named like Trevor. And from Roos Chris, I opened up Buddy V's. And then Trevor called me and he said, hey, I'm now the F&B manager of Hotel Emma. Um, would you like to work for me again? And I said, yeah. I did that with him. And then after the pandemic, I bartended the Fairmont Hotel uh, just because I was looking for a job. Yeah. And then Trevor called me again and says, we're opening up a French restaurant at the Pearl. It's called Mon Chouchou. Do you want to work for me again? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I opened up the bar there. And then I was just, it was really rough. Like after the first, I don't know, four or five months of Chouchou. And I was just, I was Dommy Patio, I guess. I was all drunk and Chris came out. And because when I started supper, I'd come to box every night pretty much like i became yeah. a regular i love that it's my favorite bar there's like i have three favorite bars in the city it's 502 boneheads and blue box yeah. fucking boneheads. and i'm i'm one of the only male bartenders to ever work shifts at uh boneheads 
Hell yeah. No dude. shit. Yeah. Some of the girls had a birthday party and they needed a bartender. And I said, I'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. And I seen what those girls make there. Cause oh, I, yeah. I, I made, bet, dude. dude, it was ridiculous. It was like a fucking Wednesday. We had like five bills. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, girls? I was like, I'm going to start fighting for these shifts. <laughs> and then I just kind of mentioned to Chris, I was like, you know, like I'm getting burnt out over here. Like, cause when I started at, uh, when I was doing Ruth's Chris, when we did the soft opening, mm-hmm. I had this old white lady come up and she asked for an unoaked Chardonnay. And I didn't understand anything about wine. And I gave her the butteriest oaked California Chard. And she was basically schooling me on wine. And I'm like, I've been in this industry since my whole life. And I don't know this. So that kind of started my wine. And then I got into wine. So when I went to supper, that two years was the first time I didn't bartend in like seven years of being at least a bar back or a bartender. And I didn't know how much the game changed. And then uh, I'm getting back into it. And I just told Chris, I said, man, I'm getting burnt out. I'm tired of like the new menus every day. I'm tired of running, having to like run food for servers who can't, blah, blah, blah. I said, if you have anything, like, I don't care. Like, I would love to like help out. Then I had a friend who said, well, we need help at Hanzo. I went to Hanzo for a little bit and now I'm with y'all. Dude, so it's been a fucking are, right? wild. Yeah. Shit, dude, that's that's, that's so hot, man. Dude, that's just opening crazy. shit, just like dude. I opened so many. Like Rustic was a monster. Oh, that place is massive. Mm-hmm. That place is insanely yeah. huge. Our first like two weeks when we opened, we were breaking fire code reg- regulations and shit. Like it oh, was capacity wise. I bet. Like. Almost like, because they can fit like a thousand people in there. Dude, yeah, from the outside, you don't think it's that big. Oh, you look in the back and you're like, holy yeah, it's ridiculous. No. Oh, it's That was a monster, huge. but I had the Floors Country Store experience. So when they were interviewing me, I was like, yeah, I'm used to Floors. I've been doing two seasons at Floors. I can handle this volume. Yeah. Um, I did, I've done, but I've done like literally everything from like washing dishes to serving to fucking, I, I, I'm not your best line cook. <laughs> but I'm a good pizza and salad maker. I can. I can't really watch. Uh, I can't really do grill. I can kind of do saute. I did a maitre d because one time, I cut almost cut my uh, fucking thumb off. So I have that huge scar on this thumb. I when I was at that. home, and uh, it was when I was at Roos Chris. But I cut it when I was at home. I bought a brand new chef knife, and I had this hand. I didn't use it correctly, and I slid it. I had to go see a Spurs hand doctor. And uh, (laughs) so they were like, well, we're still going to keep you a check. Oh, also, Edison Experiment. It used to be called Sinatra's. They brought me on for two weeks to open up Sinatra's. Okay. That's another one on there. There's, like, restaurants I forget I opened. Yeah, Jules used to work at Edison. Yeah, that's where he kind of... Yeah, he was probably... I think he was with some of the um, Karen bars back then and whatnot. Yeah, Uh, yeah, there's a lot, dude. There's, like, some I don't remember. Like, I worked a couple sushi places as well, like Godai. I worked for Chef Goro mm. at Godai, served tables over there, um, helped out with all that. So it's just been an experience, and I'm loving it with y'all. Dude, it's just same, fun, man. dude. It's, um, we're, we're lucky boys, honestly. Like, yeah, uh, we're lucky boys. Yeah. Doing the things we get to do, like, as in, like, just the fun, working with friends, yeah. making good money, and just being a, like, an awesome spot. Like, Oh, yeah. It's great. I mean, think of a better space you're in the bottom of the smokestack that was built in 1890. Yeah, dude. Like it's, it's kind of unreal. It's it's fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I I, I think a lot about like uh, not even just like my my bar jobs, but like 
all of the jobs that I've had <laughs> in my in my in my life. You became life. a black belt at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the black apron, dude. The black apron, baby. The black apron. Um, and and it's funny because like it's 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 really weird. Uh, because man, you know, when I was in high school, like I was like, oh, like I'm gonna you know do this and that, and I'm gonna be a band director, or I'll go to like law school. Um, and I think, I think I realized somewhere along the way that like, I, I'm just not super built for that. Like, I think, I think the idea of those things kind of like soured over time, but doing what we do now, I realized that like, you don't have to, you know, do things traditionally. Like it's not always the best thing for people. Um, not cause not everyone can do what we do. Yeah, and and it took me a long time to accept that because I think for a while I I had this like, I had this kind of idea. Uh, Mitch and I were talking about it with Julio at at dinner earlier, where like you know people have these have this preconceived notion of like you know who you are based on like what you do, right? Yeah. Um, and and I think I I had that about myself for a long time. I was like, oh, like I mean, I'm just doing this. Like, what am I doing? You know, I, I I'm not I'm not doing anything real. You know, I'm not, I'm not contributing anything. Um, and I think it took a long time for me to realize that, like, yeah, I mean, who, who, who else can do what you know we do day in and day out? Like, who, like, pull somebody off the street? Can you put them behind the behind the well on a Saturday night? Yeah, you know, uh, you can't. It just wouldn't work. Um, and I think that that not necessarily here at Blue Box, but along the way, I kind of started to like accept myself and be like, no, like this is this is a, a legitimate thing. This is a legitimate yeah. profession. Like I I've, I've worked my ass off to get to the point where I am, like where I can feel confident talking about the things that we have to talk about on a daily basis. And like, yeah, yeah I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's all the hard work that we put in and, and, you know, all of the different places that we've been to lead up to a point where we're comfortable yeah. in, in who we are, what we know and what we do. And, yeah, you know, I think that's a it's a pretty it's a pretty cool fucking thing. And like, there's people who can go to law school, but they're not built for people like we are. Like, we are great with people, and people mm-hmm. love us. It's kind of like, I'm, I'm not great at math in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I can't do. When you start punting shapes and bullshit in there, I'm like, this makes sense. <laughs> like you, you can't educate iron to become gold. Right, there's letters and like, math. Yeah, you, you you know yeah. you yeah. know like. You know what you know you're capable of. Oh, yeah. And, like, I love music, and I've been playing guitar for 15 years, but I'm not a drummer. And that's like, you'll hear me sometimes say, like, I wish I can give up my musical talents or my guitar talents to become a drummer because I think it'd be fun, but it's just not what I'm geared for. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's not just the people or the drinks. We work under crazy amounts of pressure. Like, I've worked... In this industry, like I've worked with chefs whose resting heartbeats are 180, and that's just their resting heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Not many people can like work under the pressure we do. Oh yeah, um, and that's a Showing whole different breed. a mild breed. heart attack, it's just uh, in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, my resting heartbeats anxiety. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But you know, there's there's also an adrenaline rush too. That's addicting. It oh, definitely yeah. can be for sure. Oh. And after the end of the night, it's just, when you finish it, it's like I like we conquered it. We did it. We did it. The whole like saying that you know this too shall pass, and I always keep that in my mind because it always will. Yeah. yeah. No matter how busy, no matter how shitty it is, no matter what customers like complain about this, like dude, it's gonna pass, and like yeah, that night's gonna be in the books, and you're gonna be stronger for it. Yeah. And yeah. it makes 
the next hard night easier. Yeah, yeah it always does. And <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite part is like, well, obviously I love interacting with guests and doing all that dance, but like, I think my favorite part is yeah, I like the cool down. Like, like, like two fifteen to four a.m. Whenever we get the fuck out of there, when we're just like shooting the shit, you know, listening to music, yeah, things, listening to music. Listen to music, just hanging out, like, because yeah, it, it's at that point where you realize you're like, yeah, like it's over, like I did it, you know, like yeah. I, I didn't die, yeah. like you time know, time to go to bed at five a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit, six a.m. for me last night, man. I was it was rough, but no, like I I I, I love that, like that moment where of, of like clarity, you know. And it's oddly satisfying to see, like, when at the end of the night and you see all the beer is, like, almost empty. But the, it's an odd satisfaction when we're done and everything's just clean and reset and everything's stocked. And you're like, oh, dude, it's so satisfying. It oh, is. Yeah. It's, it's nice. just the beer's just in that, like, perfect order. order. Yeah. And it's kind of like, did any chaos even happen? Right? Like, just <laughs> swept under. The dude, sun's going like, to rise in, like, two hours. None yeah. wiser. It's going to yeah. look just... JP Weiser, dude. Oh, God. JP Weiser. JP Weiser's, dude. JP Weiser's. So much heat and no spice. <laughs> that ride, Don't even dude. call Man, yourself JP, a ride. JP Weiser's is definitely a, a favorite of Patio Lawrence. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's, that's doubt it, dude. That's a, that's a Patio Talk Lawrence drink. Patio right Lawrence. You just oh, uh, knock yeah, if you want, dude. Patio Lawrence. Patio Lawrence. Do you want well, me to start that? Or you honestly, start like, that? here's the thing is, like, I can give you, like, the, 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 the prelude to Patio Lawrence, but... Like the point at which Mitch is involved in this and knows like the patio, like the second half of it, I don't remember. I was blacked the fuck out. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gone. Yeah. Um. So I guess we'll give you like the 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 it's two sides. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So like <laughs> so every it was, coin. It was yeah. a, it was a Sunday. Do we it should was... print Law Dog on a coin? Oh my god. Oh, that would be some great legal tender. Right <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> During one of uh, one of Blue Box's famous crawfish boils, yeah, it was a crawfish boil. I remember so, when they used to do those. Yeah, yeah, so crawfish boils out on the patio, fucking Aaron Benyaz DJing, and like I just showed up because I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I like crawfish. Like we're just gonna have a good time, right? And eating shrimps with the shells on. Yeah, eating shrimps with the shells on the whole nine, the <laughs> oh, whole yeah. nine, baby. Saltine pate, dude. Saltine pate, <laughs> saltine pate, shrimp with the tails on, all that. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, like I get there and I literally have an Instagram picture from that day. Uh, it was of me and Jason, um, and I'll pull it up because uh, this was like before disaster struck. Um, oh god! And I just remember just like drinking pretty casually at first, and then it got to a point where like Zach was working uh, that day, and so Zach was like, "Hey, like stay there, and as soon as I get out, like I'll come meet you, and then like we'll hang out and we'll drink." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll totally do that." Granted, this was at like. 2.30 in the afternoon and he wasn't getting out to like 7. Oh. So I had like four you and a half some... I had like four and a half hours You put some work in. I had like four and a half oh, hours yeah, to, to like to, 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 to wait for Zach to get out so that we could hang out. Um, and yeah, so like I start drinking and the next thing I know is, Mitch, was it you that told me I had to go? It wasn't me, but I was out there. You were out there when, when because whoever like, was it told me I had to go. Okay, let me. I guess okay, I'll yeah. Started on this, my side. This, this, is, right, this is where Mitch it. jumps right. in. This is where Mitch jumps um, in. Yeah, I was working that Saturday. I mean, the, the Sunday, Sunday happy hour. Um, it's a great shift, and like I know you guys come in like after your shift's done, and I'm like cool, like that's when you open the bar kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 
Dude, you were just hitting those those spicy shots. I mean, you loved like buying those for for the crew. And no, so literally when I started working, David David was like, "Oh man, he went from ordering seven spicy shots to pouring seven spicy <laughs> yeah, shots." <laughs> and it was always like yeah, up like upwards from 5 to like 10 yeah, at a time. Yeah, it was. It was cuz I would always buy for like forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. my favorite line from you was like cuz obviously you used to come in with the Hotel Emma crew. And just like it's like you, Zach, Jason, everybody, and just like you, I don't know who you were saying it to, but I was there for it. And you were just like, "Oh, you guys want to party with the Hotel Emma boys?" And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, La dog, okay, so, the, so the reason, the reason I said La that, dog. the reason I said that, the reason I said that was I was trying to like, I was trying to start it because I remember I was out at the uh, oyster bar when yeah. Des was working the oyster bar, and uh, she said something about like. Oh yeah, like I'm gonna hang out with the Blue Box Boys. And I was like, yeah. "What about the Hotel Emma Boys?" Yeah. And she goes, "It's not a thing." And it's I was like, "I was like, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna make it a thing, Des. Like, I am absolutely gonna make the Hotel Emma Boys a thing." So like, you ev- made it a thing. Every chance I got, I was like, "H E B, the Hotel Emma Boys." Oh, yeah, I like go. that, right? Well, no, fuck that. We're not Hotel Emma Boys anymore. Well, <laughs> yeah. I worked at supper, and I was one of two males. Well, yeah. So like, we were women. we were we were H E B, but now we're not anymore. We're we're triple yeah. B now. We're blue box Jeez. boys. Triple B. But yeah. So True. so or the yeah, bearded man, I mean, the bearded blue box boys. <laughs> quadruple B. Quadruple B. Oh, I like all the bees, dude. Bees in the trap. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh shit! You unlocked a memory, dude. That I haven't thought about in a long time. <laughs> that. Using the trap. Oh, hold up. I'm gonna just. I gotta throw this out there. That that bar around the bend. Yeah. They didn't have a touch tunes. What they had was like this weird off brand uh, ABS music or some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And it would have like the same hundred songs. And bees in the trap was one of them. <laughs> so like every weekend, I would have to hear it like three or four times a night. While I'm like washing oh, dishes no. and making pulled pork little Sammies. Some guy would just think. That was like, also oh, part of my job too. There, yeah. I had to make all the little tapas for the bar. Jesus. So I'm like washing, like hand washing. We didn't have a dishwasher. Just hand washing the three sinks. Yeah. And then making pulled pork sandwiches, dude. Jesus. And listening to Bees in the Trap. And Bees in the Trap. Bees, <laughs> Bees in the Trap. just puts on Darude Sandstorm eight times. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> I um, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, like. You guys came in obviously ready to drink, crawfish boiling. You guys were ready, and yeah, it just obviously you come in for all the shots, all the drinks, whatever. It's like a normal, what regular night. I don't know who says it and tells us, but you're like, hey, like Lawrence is passed out on the patio, <laughs> and like, <laughs> is the sun still up? Uh, it was just going down. Oh right? like, hell yeah! yeah. All right. Yeah, like, hey, like, uh, some guy, uh, Lawrence, is, yeah, he's done. He's on the patio, passed out. <laughs> yeah. Not even in a chair, on the ground. And, like, I don't know who told, tells you, like, tries to wake you up, but I'm out there watching. And, like, dude, do you, do you know how, like, when Peter from Family Guy falls and it's just like his, <laughs> his arm is, like, behind yeah. his back and his leg's, like, broken and, like, other arms out? Dude, like you, looked, you looked like that, dude. Like just like <laughs> done, face down. I wonder if that's the initiation I'm to like, even Jesus, be considered to work this, there. If Pro oh. Park Security sees oh. this, we're done. Like done. I'm yeah. like, we're gonna get a citation, <laughs> dude. This guy might be dead for all I know. <laughs> He's got a bag of gummy bears in his hand. Yeah, right. 
and a crawfish <laughs> in his mouth, dude. Just out. Oh man. Yeah, man, that was <sighs> Patio Lawrence. Well, that well, is... So so here's the thing though. So like they like get me to and like this is where my memory comes back. Where like I can kind of remember this part. Is because I remember like getting up and them going like you gotta leave. And I was like, Okay. So <laughs> I like That's like, how you know you're good too. When you disagree, oh, you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Dude. There's no fighting it. Yeah, he's just like, no yeah. point to argue. Yeah. 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 Well no. But you see some people, we serve some people oh, and they get all sure. fucking nuts oh, yeah, about right. it. Like, it's... no, I didn't throw up in your sink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I threw up in the urinal. No, honestly, that's <laughs> yeah. that is a sign of a true industry professional. Yeah. Like it's when like, you're blacked out and you still are like you're right. I'm fucked. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. going to leave. You know now. you're in the wrong. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I didn't leave. I, like, went around the corner what? to, like, the staircase. Yeah. And I kind of, like, propped myself up against, like, the wall. <laughs> like, where you can't really see. Yeah. And so I was, like, smoking a cigarette. And then I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette. And I guess I waited there long enough because Zach comes out of the staircase. Yeah. No, he's off work. He's off work. So, so you went from 2 to basically 8 o'clock. Yeah. So I'm like, Zach, like, drunk as fuck. And he's just like, he immediately knows. He's like, oh, yeah, you're fucking wasted. So, like, we're there, and then I'm, like, trying to convince him to go to another bar with me. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to convince him to go to another bar with me. And he's like, no, like, you've got to go home. Like, you're fucked. Could you imagine if a three-star bar was open back then? Oh, it'd be <laughs> oh the my worst. God. It'd be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but Golden was. Golden yeah, was. Yeah, Golden was basically the same Oh, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you're right. You're right. This you're is the right. same time. You're right. So I think that's probably what I suggested. I was like, hey, let's go to Golden. Like, let's go to fucking Golden and keep drinking. And he's like, no, like, you got to go home. I was like, okay, fine. So then uh, he makes me call an Uber on my phone, and I call the Uber, and... And I'm like, well, now I gotta wait for it. And you remember those planters that uh, the, that the were golden, on the sides? The golden head? No, uh, oh, blue that. box. Oh yeah, they yeah. still so, have the little planters, don't they? Yeah, but there's nothing in them. They're yeah, just yeah, there. yeah. You wish you had some pretty good fauna in there, you know. So I <laughs> sat in one of the planters and just ripped one of the fucking like Jesus. whatever you had in there out. I just fucking chucked it so that I could like <laughs> lay back. On You're it. like Godzilla in Tokyo and shit, dude. No, what are you was doing, dude? Man. I told you, Patio Lawrence is a menace to society. Patio Lawrence is something else, man. Patio Lawrence is an absolute menace to society. Oh. Um, yeah, and so then I got thrown into my Uber by Zach and shuttled home. Uh, and yeah, that was yeah, that dude. was the end you of that. You see Patio Lawrence walking on your side of the street, you better cross the you street. Better yeah. cross the the fucking street. street. <laughs> you better get the Don't fuck even look away. In the eye. No, no. That's that's because a sign of uh, look me in the yeah. eye. That's a sign of aggression from Patio Lawrence. <laughs> you look you look him in the eye and it's it's over. It's like fucked. when a chimp smiles. <laughs> like, Don't show your teeth. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. look him in the eye. Oh man. Yeah. We all have those. I I mean, I had some rough ones recently with y'all, but I was just going through shit and I was self-medicating in a bad way yeah. where it's kind of like I'm not counting. First off, I'm not taking shots. I'm slamming Fitzgeralds and daiquiris. Dude, I, I feel like you got me into slamming Fitzes now because like it's all... That's ah, way better, dude. It, they're so it's much better, better than a daiquiri. No, it's not. I don't even get it started on fucking fits is right now dude if we yeah, do this, you start how you make them incorrectly you, 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 no you no we don't <laughs> okay. we can go on and on about it because oh, Pittman, i'm right i'm right baby no because Pittman even sent us the specs what, what in the it, original and it comes in a in a rock it glass. comes in a rocks glass so why don't, with you, just, ice. Why don't you just make what it? original the man who made the fitzgerald for yeah. his regular he wanted a summertime gin drink comes in a rocks glass with ice in an orange uh wheel not even a wedge and he shakes the bitters in there like you guys Dale, say. Dale DeGroff can suck my dick. 
<laughs> is it going to taste like gummy bears? <laughs> <laughs> the, the white pineapple. Though. Only the white pineapple, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, I had some, though. I, bought, I mean, before I worked there, though, I mean, there's nights like, I love that place. The good thing was, when I started at Hotel Emma, I was on probation. I had a breathalyzer in my car. Yeah. So I didn't go to him. But there was nights, though, at Box, where it's like, I'm a happy hour guy, though. Mm-hmm. I like to drink. Day drinking's when, pretty fun. It's my favorite. Because yeah. I like to, like, and then I'm, I eat, and then I'm in bed by 9 or 10. Exactly. Right? It's the best. And you wake up, you're good. Somewhat. Sometimes. A little European. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Unless you wake up back at midnight and go, I'm going to last call somewhere. <laughs> That's not good, but which I've been known to do to you. But I'm, I'm, I've always, there was actually a point where I didn't drink liquor for a while. I just drank beer and wine. Mm-hmm. And probably from 2015 to 2018 or so, I just drank beer and wine. Because uh, as much as I don't, ex- not even accept it, but I don't realize I am a tinier dude. Yeah. But I don't have the. I'm like a chihuahua. I don't have the mentality. <laughs> you think you're. Uh, you know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I can slam them with the best of them. Yeah, I'll take one more law doggies. Nice, bro. So when I stick to beer and wine, I can literally, I can go to the river and drink for twelve hours. But when I start slamming fitzies and dax and just drinking liquor, good. Oh yeah. It took me like the reason I quit drinking liquor for a while was around like. 20 right before 2015 i was at a point where i was drinking uh cheap whiskey mm-hmm. and i but i was just drinking it like i was crushing lone star lights Jesus. and it got to a point where like that's what was i was in my rock bottom state of life though oh my own we got strawberry mango and pineapple mm-hmm. let i'm gonna let y'all choose I, i'll i love all claws all claws matter i'll here. get the pina oh pina you like the strawberries it's good. you probably won't like mango no i already have artificial it, mango you haven't had a strawberry. It's not my thing. Yeah, take that one. You're right. You're right. There's something weird about mango, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your first sip's going to taste like cigarette. <laughs> I didn't get that. I already had a mango, and I didn't get the cigarette. Think did you, about it. Did you just sip. have a cigarette and then had a mango? Because <laughs> that could be... Very possible. Yeah, no, I quit smoking, baby, yeah. so... Did I, you know all white claws taste like pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh sorry, I just woke up an hour ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I love it. it. It takes like it does. We do keep each other in check, which is good, and you know it's great to have people care. Like, dude, when I was going through it, y'all had conversations with me. Everyone, it's, we all keep each other in check, which is you a beautiful to. thing. Really um, and that's one thing that makes I think our like unit successful is the fact that we all hold each other accountable. But we're all we're gonna finish it no matter what the end. You know, we're going to finish the end of the shift. We're going to get through it, and yeah. we're still going to have a blast, and we don't have to look up to an HR department, essentially. You know what Jesus. I mean? Like, dude, Hotel Emma, the politics that were involved, I'm sure with the Hilton it was the same. Oh, yeah. Dude, HR was it, a big part. It, But the thing is, HR is not there. This is one thing I learned. HR is not there to protect you. No. HR is there to protect the company. Yeah. yeah, they're there 100%. to protect the company. They can say, you know, fucking all down the aisle, dude, that they're there for the people, they're there for you. Yeah, they make oh, you man. feel warm and cozy. Oh, you get one mishap, you get something, you come to them, and they're, dude, they're, not, they're, like, they're yeah. not on your side at all. Maron. Well, and that's the thing is, like, so I, uh, part of, like, a lot of the things that I read, um, 
on like a on like a political side of things, part of things that I read are a lot of like uh, uh, workers' rights uh, yeah. things, especially union, these days with some union things. Yeah, especially these days with like all of the you know shit going on with like labor shortages due to uh, pay gaps or or, or, or or shitty wages, you know, lack of benefits, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I read a lot is uh, people advocating for like. Uh, more workers' rights, better, better pay, better benefits. They they always point to kind of like the line that you get in corporate jobs, where it's like, oh, we're a family here. Like you know, we we treat each other like family. You know, we'll take care of each other. Blah blah blah. And they always say, oh, like don't listen to that shit. It's just a line because especially when you get into big corporate jobs, like they're literally just trying to sell you on them. Like they're not yeah. they're not saying it with any kind of like sincerity or or or. Uh, truth behind it they just want you to believe that they're gonna like have your back when in reality they're not but excuse me but the um the thing about that is though i think in the kind of place that we work like it's it's a little more true because we don't have that like domineering presence behind us you know yeah like we're not we're not literally being like watched you know 24 7 mm-hmm. um telling us like hey don't do that don't do this don't yeah do that. exactly yeah and I, I I think it's 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 kind of it's pretty liberating in that sense that like we don't have to you know worry about running into like the head of HR day in and day out um, yeah. feeding us like this line about how they're gonna make sure that we have everything we need and they're gonna take yeah. care of us like cause, it's just that big old spiel dude they're great salesmen man like, I mean that's 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 what you gotta be you gotta sell the fucking place used car salesman pretty much like no this car doesn't have over a hundred thousand miles of course it doesn't. Like, like Dude, we're selling cars here. is hard, sure. man. Yeah, <laughs> selling cars is tough. I'll tell you that right now. I did that. It's another one of the jobs on the list. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, really, I sold cars. Dude, law dog. I want. I want Dude, to see insane, his like dude. list. I would have bought a car from you because at least I have a ton, but it's all kind of within the industry. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot it off. Just shoot it off. So first job was at McDonald's. Got promoted to shift manager before I left. I left because I fucking hated it. Yeah, uh, understandable. Then I went to Starbucks, got promoted to coffee master, um, got fired because I talked shit to my manager. Uh, <laughs> after Starbucks, I was at Whataburger, overnight cook. Uh, after Whataburger, worked at Club Humidor, selling cigars, okay. smoking cigars. Which I yeah. didn't know about you until we had the cigar class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wild. Uh, smoking cigars, selling cigars, amazing job. Love that fucking job. Um, after that, I did work with a, uh, a political nonprofit, um, doing, uh, make America great again. Get, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> running a, a GOTV, which stands for get out the vote, uh, initiatives. Oh, I remember so, that whole, yeah. Yeah. So running around college campuses and neighborhoods, registering people to vote, yeah. educating them about what the elections were about, shit like that. Very liberal though. Uh, we couldn't outwardly say that we were democrats but it was very obvious yeah uh after that i went to the car dealership uh worked at the car dealership uh for about six months found out selling cars is hard as fuck um can't imagine yeah uh especially when like the dealership you're working at is under construction uh because it it's <laughs> right. very prohibitive for like new customers to come in because i think it's fucking closed yeah um so that was cool after that that's when i got to the hotel that I was a barista at, that I switched uh, the bartender. Switched the bartender. Yeah. 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 After that, Halcyon, 
And then I, I left this part out, but I actually worked at Halcyon Stella. I worked at both. Stella would, Public like, House? Yeah. I would jump between the two. Same company. Yeah. So, like, I would, like... I didn't know that. Yeah. They were the same company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same owners. That. So like, <laughs> there were some days where I would literally like open Halcyon and then go next door into Stella and work dinner and then leave. Um, <laughs> like I would do both in a day. It was fun. Um, Halcyon Stella after Halcyon Stella, Culinary Institute after the Culinary Institute, Hotel Emma. Uh, I actually totally forgot about this. I for two weeks I served at Botica. Uh, Come on, I don't. And, and then the lockdowns hit. So then I just you know, obviously <laughs> didn't have a job. Yeah. Um, and then. Six months into the lockdowns, started at Boxcar. Uh, because Boxcar was your Fairmont Hotel for me. Yes. Like lockdowns but, happened, and then yeah. I didn't have a job. And then, like in August or so, I started at like. You went to the Fairmont? Yeah, I opened yeah. the Oyster Bar. They didn't have an Oyster Bar. I was, yeah. My second day, yeah. they go, All right, we know you can bartend, but just so you know, like this is a new concept. Because I was like, Why are we building a second well up here? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, because we're about to do a. It used to only be for people that lived or uh, were staying at the hotel could go yeah, on the roof. Yeah, I remember that. I got turned away so many times. So now, my second day, they're like, oh, we're going to do an oyster bar and it's open for the public and you're going to help us finish building this well. I was like... Jesus, <laughs> shit. Do they still do oysters now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still really hankering for some oysters, man. Dude, I love oysters. Okay, back oysters to your, the shit. your list. Uh, well, I mean, no, I mean, I'm pretty much uh, done, like... Boxcar happened because I had been going to Green Lantern for a couple of years. And that's how I met Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and I would like, it was while I was working at Halcyon. And so Daniel and I, uh, on my way back home from work, I would like stand at the, sit at the bar, shoot the shit, talk shop, you know, bounce ideas off of him. And he told me, he's like, oh, like I'm opening a new bar. Yeah. Uh, you should work for me. And the timing never worked out initially. But when. You know, the pandemic happened. I like walked into Boxcar one day and I was like super fucking drunk. And I was like, hey man, when are you going to give me a job? Like, <laughs> when's that going to happen? And he's like, coming in stodge tomorrow. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And then I like went over to my friends and I was like, fuck, I think I have a job now. <laughs> so then, you get what you ask for sometimes. Yeah, yeah, buddy. yeah. So then worked at Boxcar from like, I don't know, what is it? Like, uh, I think that was like September, October uh, till. Uh, Jill, uh, June, because uh, I started when when we reopened in May. Yeah, you and Pittman. Yeah, just I started when we reopened in May, and then I quit Boxcar like in the middle of June because I couldn't do both. It was too hard. Damn. Then I came on with the company around then. Yeah. I was at Hanzo mostly, and then I put my two weeks in around the end of June. Yeah. Shout out Mel for uh, bringing me on to Blue Box. Oh, dude, hell yeah! Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad you picked you guys. Shout out Mel. Yeah, Mel is the shit, though. I met her at George's Keep. When I opened up that Roost Chris at the Elan, George's Keep was upstairs, and that's how I met a lot of them. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I had been going, so, like, I knew everybody, but she actually worked a few shifts with us at Boxcar. Yeah. Um, And, like, I worked with her on shift, and that's literally the only reason why she asked me. Recruited you guys right then and there? No, yeah, like, she, she, she called me in February, and she was like, hey, she's like, so we're going to be opening blue box again soon she's like and and i've gotten to see you work and i know how you work she's like we're gonna need a couple extra hands like if you'd be interested we'd love to bring you on at blue box and i was like fuck yeah i'd be interested (laughs) like yes absolutely um and then when everything went down chris called me and chris was like hey i just want you to know like the offer still stands like if if 
if you would still like to come on, like we'd still love to have you on. Give it a hey, shot. Shout out to Crispy, dude. See, see if it's a shout out to Crispy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, cheers to Chris. You go, You're gonna to listen Chris. to this, Chris, and 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 we love you, bud. You, we love you. Love you, you do a lot for us. Yes. You're, uh, yes. It's you're, more. It's even outside of work. How oh, much yeah. you care about our oh, yeah. mental health and everything is. That's the thing, man. Like, most places can't. They don't do that for you and or even care to do that for you. So. No, like I, I, I'll thing. be the first to admit I overwork myself like a motherfucker. Um, Jesus, I work way too you. fucking That's, much. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I can I can always say about Chris is that he's always like checked in with me like multiple times throughout the week. And he's like, are you good? Like, is everything all right? You know, I just want to yeah. make sure you're you're OK. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like I, I'm good, you know. I'm gonna have a break soon, so like, I'll be all right. But nah, yeah. Shout out Chris. Oh yeah, he's he's a fucking real one. To Crispies. To Crispy. Man, boys, we're coming up on two hours. Oh yeah, we're We're one hour and fifty eight (laughs) minutes. Holy shit! (laughs) Oh man. I mean, we have one more question. I mean, you know, I don't know if we want to tackle this as the ender or we just call it a night. You wanted to be the finale, apparently. It's an interesting question. It is an interesting well, question. Well, I mean, I think, I think, here's the thing. I think we're, we, we, we briefly discussed potentially uh, making this a reoccurring thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just so wrap so, this baby up so, in a bow right now. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe, maybe tie this, tie this baby up in a bow um, and then save, save this one for the next one. Sounds I, good. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, I've had a fuck ton of fun doing this. This has been yeah. a oh, it's lot been of fun. great, man. Yeah, dude, I want to thank y'all for coming by. Oh, yeah. I mean, this yes. is. Dude. I was so excited about this too. I was telling everyone, dude. Yeah, you did. Like, <laughs> even Tori was like, "Oh, are you excited about tomorrow?" And I was like, "Well, you know, too." <laughs> yeah, like, dude, was, it was I, nice. I, this is awesome, dude. So I'm glad y'all came by. Uh, thank y'all so no, much. Thank you for so, having oh, yeah, us. Man, Holy for fuck, sure. this has been awesome. This has been so fun. It's fun, dude. It's no, fun. This has been fantastic. Well, shit, this has been Domcast episode 130. Uh, Law Doggy and Mitch, dude. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, check us all out. I think we have our Instagrams. You can find it. I'll put it in the description. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Peace.